G Money. Yo. What's up, man? What up, though? I'm chilling. How you doing? Yeah, man. We here, champ. What's up, man? Oh. Out the gate. What's up, go, champ? Man. Don't try to hype. Don't try to hype these dudes. Let me tell man. you something, man. Um, behind the scenes, you know, he told me that if he don't get a he cool man, he gonna knock me out right after the joint. So I got, you know, what I'm saying, I'm letting y'all know. I'm not sure when he gonna get it, but he gonna get it for the show. Now nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm cooler, man. Um, Good seeing you. Birthday shout out to the boy Tiny and Takim. Today's oh, both, both their birthdays. Happy birthday to them. I just came with, uh, came from chilling with Tiny just now. We, we, okay. had, we had some food and some drinks and all that. You know, just nice. cooling out, celebrating. Nice. Celebrating another year for my brother. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, hey, yo, Basco, turn the AC on for me, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, other than that, we good, man. Chilling. Chilling, man. Uh, I'm excited you know. about this next episode. Man, wait, wait, first of all, rest in peace to Takim. Rest in peace, Takim. My condolences, yes. my love, man. Shout out to the whole Hocus family. You know what, you know what I'm saying? saying? It's a you know, salute to everybody in the building. Yeah. Brownville's in the building. Brooklyn's here. Hey, yo, he know. I don't know. He, he That's J.R. Ryder. Brother, he was here last time. He recorded. You know you can't record, man. Put your phone down, man. You know I'm going to get to you. We got Nuke. Nuke just walked in here. I don't oh, like that. I don't God. like that at all. Oh, I don't like He walked in here like, let me I talk saw, to you outside. Who I, you talking yeah, to? Yeah, I saw, I saw my side pulled up. I'm like, what the heck? He's a, he's a sneaky guy. You gotta watch sneaky that guy, guy man. Right. I thought it was I thought Nuke was gonna be with me on the joint though. <laughs> he, he could. Yeah, let him break. I, him, break he him could. Brownsville he wants. He could. Brownsville in the house. <laughs> if he wants, you want yeah, sit him down. Nuke, you want to sit there? You want to sit here, Nuke? Yeah. Sit down, champ. Sit down with the of champ. Of course, Nuke. Let's oh, go, man. champ. Uh oh. Oh God. Oh. It's been a while. It's been a while, man. Take a seat, man. Yeah, Take a seat, old man. Scared to have me in the studio. Yeah, <laughs> nah, nah, he gonna chill today, y'all. He with his, he with his young. He come with me. He with little brother, so he gonna chill. Picked in the spot last time. I ain't like that. Yeah. I'm not supposed to like that. Why well, you got your mic in my face, though? Well, got your hand in your pocket like that. That made me nervous. I'm gonna play that one. Let's go, champ. Let's go. How you doing? You all right? I'm good. How you doing, my boy? You chilling today? You too. Don't be nervous, man. You know, last time you was a little nervous. Hopefully you're not nervous today. He was nervous last night? No, he looked at you like, what? Interrogation room half flip shut. Oh, my God. But yeah, G, man. Yes. You know, Brownville in the building. But I want to get straight to this episode, man. I mean, why not? Why yeah. not? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I, don't really like, I don't really like the feeling here, but I'm going to get straight to it. But G Money. Yo. Episode 151. Nigga, Nigga we, we made, made it. We got a special guest. Oh, man. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Let's go. Yo, I watched his highlights. He was yo. He was ill, son. He's wildin'. I was watching him. He's wildin'. So he hit some guy in the yellow shorts. He was doing. <laughs> <laughs> he had people twisting and turning. He was, he was pull, pull out of the ring, huh? You know what I'm saying? Huh? I'm gonna get at you though, champ. Let's go, champ. <laughs> Let's go, champ. Shannon Briggs in the building. Round of applause right. one more time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me, guys. Having me, brothers. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thank and you. we got Thank my you. man OG Nuke in the building, brother. What's up, man? Yeah, how you doing, Flip? Talking to Mike. You know how to do, man. Don't look. How you doing, Flip? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. What up? What up? Right. Yes, Welcome. Brother. How you feel, man? I feel really good, man. Happy to be here, champ. I'm home back in New York City, my birthplace. You know, I'm here with the OG, of course. You know what I mean? Oh, Brownsville in the building. I'm just happy to be here, champ. Every time I come home, it's like, you know what I mean? You mm. get that that resurgence, you know what I mean? What happened so, to the gold champ? locks? Oh, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> they they had their time. I had, the, I had the hair for like 28 years. Um I woke up one day after a crazy night and just was like, you know what, that's it. And went bald on them, champ. You know what I mean? They and, knew. And, and you know what they say, you What's know, that? like, who cut their hair in the Bible? It got, it got. Oh, Samson, right? Yeah, Samson, yeah. Now, it's crazy because when I cut my hair is when I started the whole Let's Go Champ uh, slogan and, and, and campaign and the mantra. And it was, it was literally because of that. I changed, I cut my hair off and I started saying, Let's Go Champ. 
Mm. You feel me? Mm. Let's mm. go, champ. So, so let me ask you a question real quick. Yes, brother. Before we get into how you know how you know this psycho guy, man? Oh, you know because he's been down for a long time, <laughs> Let's man. Let's go, you know? champ. Even it's though he's positive now, but yeah, he's he the best. He the champ. Uh, we from the same neighborhood, Brownsville, Brooklyn, Ocean Hill, up the hill, and all that. Mm. And uh, you know, I was a young boy living in the hood, Brownsville, and. He was one of the dudes, the older dudes that was, you know, in the streets getting it and doing his thing. And I was looking up like, wow, you know what I mean? I want to be like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Januk was walking around with the cables on. He was diesel, you know what I mean? And um, he had the scooter, the Honda. You had the Honda scooter back in the day, right? Mad cars. So he was one of the dudes that. Don't be hyping him on like that. Look. Nah. <laughs> nah. He was doing it. He was big time. He had the like, whips, yeah. the gold. So, you know what I mean? And then it was crazy because. Um, I, you know, I started boxing, and then we went on. A, we used to go like it was a dude from from um, Gleason's gym, Mr. Jackson, and he used to take. The, he was actually like a uh, Sergeant Jackson. Yeah, Sergeant Jackson. He was a he worked in the prisons, and he used to bring all the, the uh, amateurs and, and people up to Sing Sing to box with the prisoners. And on one of the trips, I seen Nuke in, and I was like, "Oh snap, Nuke, what up? I'm from around the way." Whoa, whoa. He was, "Oh yeah, Shorty, what up?" I was like, "Why?" Wow. It was crazy because. Um, and I always tell him this, and it, from how long he was down? Thirty three. Thirty one. Thirty one years. It's crazy. What year was that when I seen you? Like ninety. That was um, ninety. The beginning yeah, of ninety. It was beginning of ninety. Eighty nine. Ninety. Yeah, something like that, right? No matter of fact, it was the summer eighty nine. Yeah, it had to be eighty nine, yeah, right? Summer eighty nine. And I seen him, and it was crazy because it was life changing for me, because at the, at the when I seen him, I was like, wow, you know, what I mean, I just seen the whole prison. We walked, gave us a whole tour, seen the dorms. You know what I mean? The fighters, all that. And I was like, wow. You know what I mean? So throughout the years, when I would get into trouble or I would think, you know, beforehand, before I got into trouble, I'd be like, yo, this ain't what you want. You feel me? Because I seen it already. And then I seen him and I remember talking to him when I seen him in the hood. So it was crazy because he from Prospect Plaza, my family from the plaza, you know what I mean? So my cousin Stink, they grew up, you know, my Stink, my cousin Stink was under him. And um, Stink wound up doing like, what, 18? He wound up doing 18. So over the years, I would be like, yo, what's up with Nuke? You know, when I did talk to him or whatever, especially when he came home, I was like, yo, I wonder what happened to Nuke. He was like, Nuke home. I was like, this is crazy. Nuke got like 150 years. Mm-hmm. He was like, nah, you bugging Nuke home. Because I really thought he yeah. had like 70. I think that's what you told me. I remember nah, something crazy, man. man. Nah. Word is born. I remember something crazy. But for some reason, I, I recall like crazy life sentences. And I was like, word? So, um... I was happy to hear that, so I reached out. You know, my cousin, my cousin Stink, Eddie Harley, he put us in touch, and you know what I mean? We've been building this, you know what I mean? What you remember about him back in the days? Like, you, you recall him when he was younger like that? This was a young brother running around. Mm. Chilling, you know, with man. the rest of the young brother. Mm. Excuse me. Did you, did you, did you see him being the, 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 the uh, heavyweight champ that he is today? Or, nah. or did you just like, I'm going to say this, right? When he came up to Sing Sing, it was him. It was the brother that beat Mark, um, Marlon Stalin. Yeah. He came with y'all, right? I think so, yo. And the um, big white dude that looked like Tommy Morrison. So I'm bragging because he's from the hill. Like, mm. you know, I'm, it was a dude named Red, and he was fighting in the trial, the big Cuban dude. Yeah. And Lord, I lost all my money. I lost mad cigarettes, mad money on that yeah. fight. But as you follow his career, you've seen it. But more, I was inspired by him making the move to Hollywood, you know, the movies and shit. I'm like, yo, that's my little man, mm-hmm. you know, like that. But you know, to become two-time heavyweight champ from Brownsville, that's the third champion from Brownsville. 
Facts. Heavyweight third. Heavyweight no, it's nobody ever did that, but Brownsville did. What is it about Brownsville that 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 breeds these champions like this, man? Like what's, what's in the water? water? What's in the air, man? The real ones. I mean, you have to fight to come from school to school to come Everybody from school, and that's what it was about: <laughs> fighting, proving yourself. No guns like today. It was fight, then you hug, and you just you you know that's what's going today. Nobody know how to fight no more. Keep it real. Keep it real. Browns, everybody can fight. The girls, everybody fight. You know what I mean? It's like we slap box. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's on like that. But you that know, that was a rights to passage. Yeah, pretty pretty much. You know what I mean? And I like it was crazy because when you go to you get locked up and you go upstate or whatever, you see mad people from Brownsville. It was like, man, we dominate the jail. You know what I mean? So I think it's uh, I think it's time now, and that's what major reason why I'm in New York right now. Is that we're here looking for property to open up the Brownsville Boxing Academy. Mm. We want to, um, we, we've come to the realization that over half a billion dollars, if not a billion dollars or more, has been generated just from Brownsville alone in the boxing industry. If you look at it, Mike Tyson, what he probably made, three, four hundred. Um, Riddick Bowe probably made a hundred and change. I ain't, I ain't do nothing like that. But you got Zab Judah, Danny Jacobs, Curtis Stevens. Com- combined, we probably put a half a billion into the sport, and we don't even have a gym in the Ville. So I think that obviously there's something in the water, and it, it's just um, we sh- we should we should take pride in that. I mean, you got three heavyweight champions and many more. Eddie Mustafa Muhammad. We yeah. take pride in that. So what we're gonna do is open up the Brownsville Boxing Dude, Academy. First champ, besides yeah, um, in the early '60s, there was a Jewish Sorry. guy out of Brownsville. Okay. But um, Eddie Mustafa, was Eddie Gregory back then, come out of Brownsville housing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, him and World B Free was our big, and World was a basketball player. They was our biggest, you know, growing up in Brownsville. Well, Thelma from there too. Yeah, Thelma <laughs> from sports, Good right? Times, yeah, you know. So um, you, okay. yeah, we had the um, Sean Dunstan. He mm-hmm. went to Thomas Jefferson. You know, I'm listening. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm googling all that. Yeah, you told me, yeah. please <laughs> do. Yeah, here you go. We facts. Let's go, champ. But that's the thing, man. You know, and it's like, we had mentors, man. We just made our own path and choices. They didn't want us to go to the street. Right. You know, look at our brother. You know, he could have went the way I went. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always tell him I'm proud of him and I admire him. Because he was faced with the same things that I was faced with, Mm. if not worse. And look, he became two-time heavyweight champion of the world. Determination. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna, mm-hmm. we gonna open yeah, up. I'm, that. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at. Yeah, I got, I got a couple of celebrities from Brownsville. Yeah, the guy, the guy, is hot, champ. We just gotta, you know, we gotta bring that talent out of there. I think that we're gonna dominate the boxing, the boxing scene in the next fifteen to twenty years. We're gonna dominate the, every division. You know, I think too. I mean, in my, my personal opinion, I think you know, if they had opportunity out there like that now. Whether it's Brownsville or even New York, you know what I'm saying? I think I think that'll help a lot of the youth possibly stop the fighting and stop Facts. the you know all the craziness in the street. Hopefully Facts. they they could use that as an outlet to yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Speaking of possible, rest in peace. He just passed. He right. from Canarsie, which is right down the street from Brownsville. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's all like right there. And you know I want to say that if these kids need opportunity, like you said, they need something else other than nothing. Right. You feel me? What is it? You know we don't even have a high school in Brownsville. I don't think so. You know, we want to give back, you know, opportunity and keep it real with them, yo. It's, you can make money, yeah. Because the truth of the matter is, people be hurt. You know, it's all good getting them off the street, yeah. But you got to make money, and you could potentially be like Mike Tyson, be like Riddick Bowe, Zab Judah, Curtis Stevens, Shannon Briggs, Eddie Mustafa. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You can make a living for yourself. And guess what? If you don't become a boxer, you can become a trainer, uh, 
a, a, a promoter, a, promoter right? a manager, a round car keeper, you know what I'm saying? A ring timekeeper. Mm-hmm. So many different things that you could do aside from fighting. Everybody can't fight. Right. But you might see a business um as even these street dudes, man, a lot of dudes in the streets, they getting money, whatever, whatever. They don't know how to clean up their money or do what's right. You know what? Learn how to be a manager, learn how to be a promoter and do the right thing, you feel me? It's also going to be an entrepreneurship program. That's what it's about. You know, for the sisters, for the brothers. You know, it's like the one thing that Shannon just said is is most important. Until you can teach somebody how to get a bag, the one thing that I stress is that we need to put the guns down, Mm. the violence. It's just unnecessary killing. And when you ask them what it's about, they can't even give you an answer. They don't even know why the beef started. It's from generations of what? Because you live in this project, I live in this project, I live on this block. You don't even know why it started. It's like the half filling McCoy's. When is it going to stop? Enough is enough. Yeah, we Let's come together. We're breaking the chain. I think especially with, you know, homie dying, young boy, you yeah. feel me, 20 years old and something like that. I think it's time people going to start waking up like, yo, this is so senseless, you know what I mean? That's why I say, I call everybody champ, just to elaborate a little bit. I see a change happen and a shift because, you know, I know that I, I, when I see everybody, I'm like, yo, what's up, champ? How you doing? Let's go, champ. And the reason why is because I stopped using the word nigga. You feel mm-hmm. me? And specifically, specifically that word because I felt I feel like it's holding us back as people. We've, we've, um, we've, it's normal now to disrespect each other jokingly. Oh, that's my nigga. Nah, I'm not your nigga. I'm not a nigga. I'm black. You feel me? I'm a champ. You feel me? And people, and no disrespect when people talk to me, yo, what's up, nigga? I'm like, chill, champ, I'm not a nigga. And they be like, oh, my bad, champ. You feel me? So, so once that starts popping, <laughs> once that starts popping, you know what I mean? As far as the, the I mean, setting the, the, uh, the conversation, like, yo, look, champ, you know what I mean? No disrespect, like, yo, champ, you know what I mean? And I think it's helping because a lot of people feel better when I see you and I call you champ, opposed to calling, yo, what's up, nigga? Nah, what's up, champ? You feel me? I think, it, it, and that, that starts that with just identifying ourselves as not niggas, as better people, and, and say, oh, yeah, I'm a real nigga, and I'm doing this, and we got to get off of that. We off of that. It's mm-hmm. dead. You know what I mean? We doing other things now. We on some positive stuff, trying to, you know, make champions. Like you said, teach them how to make that paper. <clears throat> but let me ask you a question. So sure. take us back, you know, when you were younger. Yes, brother. You know, tell us about your childhood. Growing uh, up in Brownsville, Brooklyn. What do you remember? You know, now I had it made. I had it made like lemonade. I was chill. I'm from Atlantic Tower. I was up the hill. Um, yeah, it's nice up there. It was really nice. Made you know like what I mean? lemonade. I had it made like lemonade, and I was chilling up there. Mom's was you know work a working nurse. My 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 step pops was in and out, and then my mom's had a substance abuse problem. You know what I mean? And but she was always working. She kept a job. She worked at Rikers. She worked in different schools. She was snapping and popping, had money coming in. And then over the years, the drug abuse took its toll. And um, things got rough for us around 13, 14. My pops actually was on the second episode of America's Most Wanted, uh, my step-pops. So that was kind of embarrassing for me, you know what I mean, going to school. And then we got evicted. When I was 13, we got kicked out the towers. And we kind of like was all over the place, all over Brooklyn. I lived in Flatbush. I lived in East Flatbush, Bed-Stuy, East New York. I lived all over Brooklyn. So um, that was pretty much a, tra- a change of point in my life, you know what I mean? Because then I was like, I had to learn how to fend for myself, you know what I mean, in the real world. 
Well, we're gonna flip the script. You know, we don't we don't allow things just to go like that. So Shoot. now let's back up a little bit. So, let's go, champ. So, where was your real father? Do you know anything about him? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was. Uh, I met. I'm. I met him. I remember like the first time I remember recall seeing him. I was selling watermelons. I used to sell watermelons in Brooklyn, and um, he had came to the watermelon truck. But he knew. Remember Jules? He owned the watermelon trucks. So my pop, my real pop. Bergen or Atlantic? What's what? The one on Atlantic, right there. Yeah. Um, Hopkinson. Yeah. So he had came up and he was talking and he had came and gave me a hundred dollar bill. And I was like, you know, you know, can I help you, sir? He was like, nah, it's for you, put it in your pocket. So I'm thinking this must be like some weirdo, you know, some something going on. You know what I mean? Because I seen him pull up with a nice car, jewelry on and all that. And I always heard, you're my real pops so or I had heard stories, but I couldn't really put it together, you know what I mean? And then um some some for some reason I wound up running upstairs. I gave you no, know, he said, Go tell you, go get your moms. And your father, you know, he said, I'm your pops. I was like, I'm your father. And I landed my father upstairs. <laughs> now, mind you, my father was my stepfather, black as they get, you know what I mean? But I always felt he was, you know, knew, knew him as my pops, Gene. And then um I went, I ran up to the intercom belt, bring me on, hit the buzzer like that. Mom, come downstairs, guy saying he's my father. They run downstairs together. And tell me to wait over here by the building. They go by the get over the gate over there by the parking lot, and they talk to him for like thirty minutes, and then they just come back. You know what I mean? And it was it was that was it. And then wind up. I, it's funny because how I really met him was I got locked up when I was like seventeen, and I had it was a number I always remembered in my head seven one eight seven three five eight two eight three. It was a number that always was told if something ever happened, you call that number. And I didn't know why. If some of them had me calling them, so I wound up calling that number. I had nobody to call. I was in, I think, Valhalla or something like that up in um, Wild Yonkers up there. Yeah. And uh, I called that number like, yo, break, we break glass. Call this number. I broke the glass. Like, call that number. I was like, how you doing, ma'am? Um, and it was collect calls. So she was like, you know, baby, what's wrong with you? And I was like, oh, this is Shannon. She said, I know who it is. She said, let me call your daddy. So that kind of threw me off. Like, you know what I mean? Because I knew my real pops, was, well, my step-pops, Gene, was locked up at the time. So um, he wound up coming to get me, man, and drove me, you know, got and bailed me out, took me down to uh, his crib in Flatbush. And that was, like, you know, beginning. He was like, where you living at? I was like, I'm everywhere. And then I went and stayed with him for a while. Then I wound up just living all over, man. You know what I mean? What, what, I mean, what, was he a street dude at the time? Nah, nah, I was really just, you know. I know him. My step pops and no, real pops. Real pops. He was a yeah. He was dude. back in the day. He used to run with um a dude. I think uh, I don't want to say his name, but he used to run with a big dude up there that everybody know they talk about. But I don't want to throw that out there. Understood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he used to run around. He was doing his thing in but, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, he was doing it. But it ain't nothing to brag about because a lot of people died from selling drugs. You feel me? Understood. So, yeah. so and then but you just said your step pops, Gene. He was on America's Most Wanted. Yeah, yeah. He was a gangster. He was he was on some other stuff. He was uh. He was physically, and he was a uh, he was a gangster. He was a physical rob you. You know, I want to say rob you, but he was a dude who was a phys- he got down like that. You know what I mean? Nothing to brag about as well, but it did teach me not to take no shit. You know, he taught me that. Really? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And America's most wanted because I'm assuming that he was on the run. Yes, brother. Did they, they end up catching him? Yes, brother. <laughs> Is he alive today? Nah, he died in prison. He died in Marcy Marcy Correctional Facility. Yeah, mm. he died. You heard of his stepfather? 
Peacemaker. Wow. I'm saying, I mean, you know, you guys want to be on peace. You wanna, yeah, you're a peacemaker. Now. Look, look, you know, you're <laughs> peaceful. Man. He got the I love my life. So, you yeah. know, we got to be respectful to mm. his movement. But, you know, I ask these type of questions because I'm, I'm interested. Nah, feel free, champ. I'm with you, brother. Let's <laughs> yeah, go, champ. Yeah, yeah, champ. All right. So, <laughs> so then, so you, substance abuse, mama yes, love. Brother. Yes, brother. And then you end up, you guys are in the street. Yes, homeless. Living here and there. We went to stay with my aunt few aunts here and there, uh, you know, cousins. And then when that, you kind of wear out your world, we're welcome. You got to go. And then as I got older, um, you know, people kind of let you know that you're not really welcome. So mm. there was times I just kind of like learned to stay out, stay out the way. You know what I mean? And then uh, sometimes I had to hit the train or hit a abandoned truck or something like that, get a night's sleep or something. But I would always have people I would, you know, I'm moving. I'm a mover and shaker, so I would, you know, meet honeys and I find a way. You feel me? <laughs> so have you ever spent the night outside? Oh yeah, yeah, plenty of times. Where? A train, D train, <laughs> you name it. Wow. You know, but ain't nothing about it. Ain't like I was a homeless kid. I was, you know, I had to make it. I was well, homeless, but I had to make it. and I made it. And, and boxing again was my savior for me because a lot of times I slept in the gym. You know what I mean? I sleep in the gym, and then I started traveling. I was, I was, I was talented. I made the USA team in five fights. That, I mean, well, almost ten fights. I made the USA team, and that was un, that was unheard of. Like he said, I fought the Cuban. Um, he had like five hundred fights. I had eighteen. I had eighteen fights. He had like close to five hundred. And um, you know, that was something. That was an experience for me too. Throwing me I, ABC Wild World of Sports. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready. But um, I told somebody earlier today. My my biggest asset is that I never had a choice. You feel me? That's my biggest asset. I don't have a choice to, to to fail. I don't have a choice to sit down. If I sit down, I'm dead. If I don't make if I don't uh make something happen, I'm not gonna eat. Nobody gonna feed me. So I gotta and now I gotta provide for kids and a wife. So mm. you know what I'm saying? So how'd you go to uh, do a school and stuff? You went to school still yeah. during all this time or Well that was the good part. I went to Lutheran school for seven years, then I went to Catholic high school for a year. Mm. So I got a good base of education and um I was never too good at math, but I could read very, very, very well. You know what I'm saying? So, um, gotcha. I was that helped me with a lot of you know being able to move and shake in the world. And even today, as an entrepreneur, it helps me the fact that um, you know, you you listen to the chat. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> so, 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 you outside, you in the street. Yes, brother. What what what, what makes you want to do boxing? Now you run around. You see, you you know you being slick. You know, like Brooklyn niggas do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the honeys and stuff, but what makes you want to do boxing? Because when you read on it, it said that you saw Mike Tyson and you didn't want to speak to him or some stuff. I don't know. Is there any nah. truth to that? No, nah, it wasn't that way. I want to speak to him. No, nah, I see Mike. Mike was just known for just being a, a tough dude, big dude, and all that when I was young. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like Luke. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, pigeon. But <laughs> he was people out. Yeah, knocking people out. You know what I'm saying? In the street before he yeah, was Yeah, knocking all that. So he he grew, he came up. He grew up with a dude that you chicken head. Yeah, with literally babysit him. You remember Rusty? You know yeah, Money Russ, Russ. Yeah, Money Russ from the building. So Money Russ was literally used to babysit my mom's. Like here, watch my son. You know what I mean? So um, him and Money Russ was tight. They was I was they was best friends. You know what I mean? So. Mike was, Mike was, Mike was, I love Mike. I just did Mike podcast, man, yeah, about two yeah. weeks ago. And I got to tell you, man, it was, it was crazy because we was both in tears. 
on, wow. on, on the camera. We was both crying. We was like, yo, this is... Because, again, going back to where we from, we from the veil. Like, look at my brother. He here 33 years. You know I mean? 31 years he was down. You know what I mean? And, again, I tell him, we talk all the time. I'll be like, yo, you motivated me, you know? Because he motivated me not to go to jail. It's mad. And I never thought I'd see him again. I really never thought I'd see him again. And I never forgot seeing him. It, it, and I, I, it's like I stamped it in my brain. This, this is not where you want to be, Shannon. You feel me? This is not where you want to be. So to see him home, when my cousin Eddie Stink said, yo, nuke home. I was like, what? We started talking, you feel me? Then I got to see him. And my man Killer Kev, too. I ain't seen Kev. Thanks uh, to you guys. I appreciate you. Because I ain't seen Kev in 30 years. You know, and that's my Kev. dude. That's my dude. <laughs> I'm from the Ville. He from the Ville. We from the Ville. So when I seen everybody on y'all show, I started going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was going crazy. Like, we're chill, relax, chill. Relax, relax, chill. <laughs> I'm ready to get crazy right now. <laughs> Let's go, champ. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 um. It's getting hot. Yeah, exactly. So let's go, champ. Shoot. Okay. So let's take the steps again. Shoot. Okay, Gary did. Let's go, champ. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I'm ready to oh, set it now. God. The can is coming out. So, so, what's so, the deal? no, 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 no. So, what, what's so, the deal? What was the deal? What's the deal? What, what was the day? Kev, come here, champ. Let's go, champ. Let's go. Oh, I didn't even see. You see the energy? Oh, I didn't even know he God. was here, and I started getting pumped up. You know what Let's go, champ. Nah, champ, champ. What's up, champ? Look at him. Look at him. Let's go, champ. You fool. You fool. You old play. The veil on the couch. What's up, champ? What's up? Yeah. Old play. Yeah, y'all know what it is. We got oh, the bell on the couch. G money. What's up, baby? Just a lot of food in here, <laughs> boy. <laughs> What's up? You guys had your turn. Chill out, man. Let's listen to this man, man. Yeah, go, 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 champ. Thank you, champ. Thanks for coming up. It's my brother. I love him, wow. champ. This is dope. This so dope. when you, when you, when you, so bring us to the day that you decided to, because you said so, Mike. When he was younger, he had somebody. So when you say he was knocking people out, like at yeah. what age? Like explain that whole, like he was knocking. You see him, like they sent him to, or he just was one of the streets, just turning up. He like, just was in the streets. He was, he was like, you know, he was homeless. You know what I'm saying? But Mike left like '79. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was born in '71. Mike left early. He came back. He went. He was locked up. He went to the Catskills trying to fight. Mm -hmm. He would come back and forth to Brownsville, but you know what I'm saying? He really, like I said, there's no gym in Brownsville. Effectively, no gym around, so that's the goal. But um, Mike was just Mike, man. And then he became heavyweight champion in the world, and the whole world got to see him. And, and all the people from Browns, it was like, yo, that's one of us. So it gave us an opportunity to um, have something, a goal. Mike was, Mike is, and was an inspiration to us. To us, you know what I mean, to millions. Mm -hmm. But if you're from the Ville. And, you know, we was always, like, the dirty, you know, like, they don't mess with us. Everybody in Brownsville, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we the dirtiest. But Mike was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He made it. He's driving yeah. Rolls Royces and stuff. Oh, real quick, were you sure. fighting back in the days, too, or during the time when you was going through the transition? Were you fighting in, in, in Brownsville just in the streets? And Nah, oh. G, because they said on, 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 uh, on Wikipedia... He right. wasn't fighting, man. He got, you know, it changed his life. He didn't want to go approach Mike Tyson. You know what I'm talking about. That's what I said. <laughs> nah, I, that's why that's, where that story came from. That you know, Wikipedia, they, sometimes, anybody sometimes, can put anything be a little up tricky. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, Mike, my man, I love Mike. But, you know, I, like I said, I, was, I went to, I had a good base, and then everything, the bottom fell out. 
So when that happened, I became angry and bitter because living in the towers ain't like just living anywhere. People in the towers, working class people, you know what I'm saying, apartment, jobs, you know what I'm saying, cars, people was doing all right. And then the 80s hit, you know what I'm saying, the building kind of went down, and I was part of the going down, you know what I'm saying. We got evicted, and, you know, I was out there. And then at that point, um, I became angry and bitter. My pops locked up. My mom's on drugs. My mom's was doing bad, looking bad. People would tell me, yo, I seen your mom's. You know, begging for money, and uh, you know, I, I didn't come from that, so that was hurtful for me. I got a lot of pride, and a lot of emotions was running with that. You know, you seeing your mom, you hearing people, girls laughing, people laughing, and that was a big, uh, what do you call it? I don't want to say humiliation, but it's the fact that once you have to say, I said to myself early in life, I said, you know what, you got to make it, cause I can't take this being laughed at, going to people's house. and they push them in their face? <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? Hey, everybody got their opinion to laugh, but I go to somebody's crib. <laughs> I, go by, I go to your crib, and I might be chilling with you, Flip. You my man. And your, your moms might be like, yo, Shannon been here a day or two. Yo, tell them to get off my couch. You got to bounce. You might come be like, yo, champ, your Shannon, your mom said you got to bounce or whatever, whatever. So you got to walk that walk. One at 12 o'clock at night, one o'clock in the morning. Mm. And I remember seeing, I was walking like in Flatbush mm. one night. I had nowhere to go. And I it was, I forgot the school, PS something. And they were building like some type of construction thing near, next to the school. And I was like, yo, that's a good spot for me just to sit for a couple hours. You know what I mean? I ain't got nowhere to go. And I remember sitting out there and remembering living in Atlantic Towers, that we had a pool back there. Remember the pool? Yeah. We had a big swimming pool, all my friends every Christmas. You know, it was 24 stories in, in the building, 24 floors. You go to your friend's house, spend a the night, they got toys. Now I'm I'm sitting outside of a height of a of a of a school, just sitting here like remembering all that. So I think that was a big inspiration for me to be like, yo, you gotta get it. So before I get into who, you know, when you started training. At the time, like, t who, because earlier you mentioned that you and Nuke was talking about it. The, 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 so you had Riddick Bo. Yes, brother. Um, I also looked at the guy, you said, uh, the guy you mentioned, they say he's a trainer now. Eddie Mustafa Muhammad. Yes. Yes. So, well, who would be the first person in Brownsville to go to boxing? Was it Eddie? Yes, brother. Yes, he was. He, Eddie, that I know of. I mean, there was a guy named Bumpy Davis, Bumpy Davis. Yeah, there was an old man, Bob, which was the Golden Glove champ. Then you got Blimp. Yeah. yeah. Happy and them, they boxed out of Howard Housing when Howard Housing had the gym, you remember? Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then it closed down, everybody went to Star Right City. Yep. Bobo. Yeah. That's why I went, I went to Star Right City. Star Right City, so. Yeah. And, and who, who trained you at the time? Jimmy O. Fowler, rest in peace. The, the legend. Jimmy the O. Jimmy O. That's where I know him from. You that's know what I mean? Fact. That's <laughs> my boy right that's there. That's where we start yeah. right. Start right city. We put, we put it down. You was training over there too, KK? That's yes. Right. That's, yeah. We put it down. I started at PAL, right? With Me um, too. Depp yep. And Ray. Facts. And when I Joe. Yeah. And when I Joe. When I Joe was right in the right. dungeon. That's then, right in the basement. Yeah. Then when I, you know, I started getting more advanced, then they put me in Star Right. Mm -hmm. That's where I met Vito at. Me too. That's a fact. We're at a firm Me too, yeah. Good fellas, Godfather 3, the, the, the middleweight champ, you know. And what you mean took, you met him? What you mean? He, was, he, he, he took me under the wing. Yeah. They took me under the wing. Took me under the wing, man. I was in another world. Mob ties. Mob ties, that's a fact. So he was really part of the mob or something? Yeah, he was really the... <laughs> nah, that for real. For well, real. I thought it was Gambinos. Just a movie. I thought it was just a movie. Nah, he nah. played in those movies. He played in Golf Over Three. I know, but he was in real life. He was a part of it too. Yeah, 
He was the man. Took me under the wing. Yeah, he was a good dude. He did a lot for me. He um he inspired me. He he told me one day. He was like, "Yo, you really got it. Stop playing." But you know, he ain't understand. I was sleeping in the streets. He was like, "Yo, what's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I'll be back when I get some bread." But um, then I realized I wasn't getting no bread in the streets. I wasn't getting no bread doing nothing. You know what I mean? I used to run around with people was doing little stuff here and there, boosting this and that third. You know what I mean? And uh, I was like, "This ain't it, champ. This ain't it." And, and I only ha- I had a one way ticket. It was only one way, and that was to Rikers and then um, upstate. And I remember going to see my pops in Rikers, and he was the toughest dude I ever seen, ever known in my life. And he was crying. And I was like, "I never seen that." And I was like, "What's up? Like, you know, you bugging?" And he was like, "Nah, you bugging." He said, "You think you want to be here?" Because my mind was already like, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to be here. You know what I mean? Anyway, so th- it's just the way you go. And he was like, you ain't, you don't want this. And I was hot. I was hot. I was like, you trying to, like, he trying to disrespect me. Like, I ain't, I, I ain't built. But um, he was right, bro. He was so right. I wasn't ready. I wasn't, I didn't need it. I didn't want it. And um, luckily I got in the box and Jimmy O saved my life. Jimmy O gave me an opportunity. God bless. Yeah, man. God bless Jimmy O. So take us to the first day when when you when you like actually started like you know your first time going into the gym and everything kind of got got going for you as far uh, as boxing. I made a bet with a dude in high school in the, in the uh, in the library, and I lost the bet. He just kept ragging me, dude. I was like, bro, leave me alone. I lost the bet. He was like, to the, the bet was having something to do with a girl. All right? I lost the bet, and he was like, yo, you lost the bet. I said, what's up? What's up? He was like, I because we slap box. He was an older dude, and I, we used to get busy. He was like, yo, you got some hands. Then I, he seen me have a couple fights in school. He was like, yo, you good with your hands? What's up? So he was like, yo, I want to take you to a boxing gym. And I was like, boxing gym? Nah. So he kept nagging me, ragging me about it. So I was like, yo, bro, what's up? Why you keep... He was like, yo, you lost a bet. You know what I'm saying? He was older than me. He was like, you lost a bet. Respect that. Do what I asked you to do. You know, come to the gym. So I was like, yo, you that's serious. Let's go. But he had a whip. He had a car. So I'm thinking, we going to drive to the... You know, good. I'm happy. Okay, we get a ride. I I ain't been in the car in years. So he, uh, he take me to the bus stop. I'm like, bus stop? Nah, you bugging. He's like, nah, it's in Star Wars City. We're going to take the bus. I said, where your car? He said, nah, my car ain't working or something. I was like, what? We took like two, three buses. We got there. But we got there like 3 o'clock. The gym don't open at 5. It's raining, snowing. It's going crazy. And all of a sudden, I see this tall shadow of a man walking through the snow, rain, whatever. And it was Jimmy O pushing a cart, like a shopping cart, and he had some the water buckets in there, or whatever. And um, we said, "Oh man, I'm glad you're here. It's cold out here." He was like, "I don't know why you're glad. We ain't we don't open the five. I said, "Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's a fact." Yeah, yeah, it wasn't no joke. So I said, "Well, can we come in until you know what I mean? Five o'clock? It's three <laughs> yeah. thirty or whatever." He said, "Nah." Boom, closed the door. We was like, "Wow." Jimmy was like that. Yeah. So we walked to the little neighborhood mall, strip mall. We waited till like five, five. By the time we got back, say it was five ten. When by the time we got back at five ten, G Money, the place was rocking. It went from like clothes to rocking, like it was. It was going crazy. The music was on. Girls, guys, people were spawning. I was like, Yo, I thought you said you open at five, <laughs> but it was crazy. And then, um, that's why I always say live at five because um, that's my that's the Jimmy York time, five o'clock. But um. I went in there and I, I fell in love, man. I couldn't believe it. The smell, 
the aura. I was mm. like, wow, look at all these live people. They're alive, mm. you know? They're not dead. They in here doing, working out. They, I was like, yo, this is it. This is my, I knew from that day on this was going to be my life. You know what I mean? Blood, sweat, and tears, Blood, man. Yeah. That smell. Yeah, facts, facts. So, do we? what's the history about Jimmy? Do we know anything about him? What I know of Jimmy O, originally, I think he was from Harlem, maybe. Um, he 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 knew Ray Robinson to some degree. He loved Ray Robinson, and he uh, basically was like, he he was a great man. He took he saved a lot of lives, man. He saved a lot of lives of kids who not became, they might not have become boxers, but they became good people because that's what boxing gives you. It gives you discipline. You learn to put your emotions in, in perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You learn to say, nah, that ain't right. You, it just cha- it just changed you. I've seen it overnight. I've seen people get into boxing, not even become fighters, but become, go get a job. Literally, go get a job. I'm like, yo, what's up? You, you fighting no more? Nah, I got a job. I'm working for Brooklyn Union Gas, or I'm working for so-and-so. You're like, mm-hmm. I thought you was going to box. But it just takes them from off the negative path. They on this boxing path. Then they may be like, yo, I'm going to go to school. I want to be. It's like getting hit in the head, wakes them up or something. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You find out they're not cut out for it. <laughs> or something like that. So so now you train in the gym. Yes, brother. And then, you know, how did you end up, you know, what, what, what's the next step after that? Oh, man. So they was like, yo, champ, you got talent. You mean, they used to call me Ali. You know what I mean? Because I thought I was Muhammad Ali. <laughs> so I was like, yo, you know, and I, and, I, and I say that because I picked a fighter that I thought was great, and I said, I'm going to emulate him. And that's okay because if you see Michael Jordan play or LeBron yeah. or Kobe, you might be like, yo, I want to be just like them. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what I tell kids. Yo, find somebody that you admire, that you look up to, and model yourself to try to be like them. That's how we learn. We learn how to talk from watching and learning and listening. Watch your, your idol or whoever. It may be a singer whoever. And study and be like, I'm going to be just like them. And, and imitate. You feel me? And I used to imitate Ali. And that was, I think that, that did a lot for me. You know what I mean? Yes, brother. Shoot. And you just putting niggas on their ass. I was, I was, I was, I was having fun, man. I couldn't, if it was for the first time, I went from a kid who had nothing. You know, my life was in shambles and boxing was like, wow, I'm good at this. You who, know what I mean? Who gave you the hardest time in the gym? Excuse me. Ooh. Banks used to put it on. Remember Banks? I remember Banks. Yeah, Banks used to. He used to. We had. He used to put it on me. They every everybody used to put it on me when I first came. Everybody used to put it on. I'm keeping hunting. Yeah. yeah when I, I remember f- when you went to the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was putting it and on. I was me. in the gym. Yeah, everybody you was lost like. In the yeah, I lost. Yeah. To the kill. To the kill, man. Like it was a body shot, fight. right? Nah, never that. I thought it was a body <laughs> shot. Talk never that. Man, talk this way, man. Oh, you get, dude, get, come on, man. Come on with you, man. Pause. What's wrong with y'all, man? Let's you go, champ. Like that, you. <laughs> <laughs> Try the antics now. You see that ham hawk? Show him that fist, champ. Yeah, yeah, my man. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> oh, God <laughs> damn. So, hold on, Let's you, go, champ. So, so, so what happened? The golden gloves? That, what, what happened? Like, what you talking about? Why you brought that up, KK? What happened? What you trying? Somebody gave him a hard time. A hard time. Somebody gave him a hard time. Money, man. No, I don't. You lost, lost your money? money? Yeah, I was in Sing Sing. Yeah, but we ain't talking about that part yet. No, 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 no. I remember training. I remember training with Shannon. But Shannon was more advanced in the gym and as an amateur more than we was. You know, we still fighting gloves. He was going to the Olympics, right? He was yeah. in the Olympics more. Yeah, right. So he 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 came to the gym like every six, right? Every yeah. six months, four yeah. months. I started we'll see traveling, him. you know yeah. what I mean? I you started know? traveling crazy. But, yeah, but 
after he, I think after you lost in the Olympics, he turned pro, right? Yeah, facts. And when he turned pro, he took the fuck off. Yeah. Joe, totally. Like, where the fuck? Now he's never going to come back. <laughs> he's never going to come back and see us no more. That's yeah. it. He's gone. He's rich. You heard? That's, good, That's a fact. Nah, nah, nah. I never man. forget it, but you know, I wound up going to prison. And you know, I wound up going to prison after that. Cool, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I, you know, I'm pulling, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you hear me? Right. When we spoke about choices uh -huh. and product of your environment, came from the same neighborhood. We he became heavyweight champion. Me and Kev went to prison. So, is me and Kev product of our environment, or is it like that? It's back to product of your choices. I agree. See, and he had a, a more adverse situations than us, right? And he could have easily just said, I'm fucked this, I'm going to crime. Mm -hmm. Like a country James, right? He stared y'all a lot in boxing too. Yeah. Old time around our way. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, like I'm saying, it's choices. He was determined to do something other than crime. And that's the thing with today's youth. But so I, I thank him, because I crawl our path. When I used to see Nuke in the hood, I used to be like, yo, you know what I mean? Crazy with the in shape, the dookie rope on, the you know, everything was crazy to come through with the Honda scooters, the cars. My cousin, my cousin Dennis, shout out to my cousin Jam, he in Atlanta, he, all of them they used to run together, you know what I mean? I was like, Yeah, I want to be like dumb boys. But then when I seen Nuke locked up in sinks, and I'm conversating with him, I'm like, Wow, and I never forgot it. You feel, I, and I, I, I tell him all the time, yo, when I first talked to him, I was bugging out, wasn't I? Nuke, I was like, yo, I thought you was never coming home. You feel me? And a lot of them dudes is dead. And my cousin just came home. My cousin Stink just came home. Same thing with me is, you know, and I didn't know Nuke for a long time, but when I read his story and then, you know, the type of guy he is, man, it makes me concerned. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same thing with KK. You yeah, know what I mean? I really yeah. don't trust these dudes. Nah, they good dudes. <laughs> I don't trust them. I, I just sat them. down with Mike for three hours with I Mike Tyson. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just sat with Mike for three three hours, and Mike said, "Yo, that nigga, he had oh my bad." <laughs> nah, chill, y'all. I know niggas. Did, but did this? It was a terror in jail. Y'all don't even understand. He couldn't even get in. Yo, man, they had a special van for him. I heard about that. Hannibal Lecter. They said that you came with. He a... snuck on a bus yeah. with me. <laughs> I was in a cage because I already had two cuttings, so they put me in a small cage on a bus. They made a mistake and put Newt on our bus with population. Before the CEO pulled out, they said, Hope, what's Nas name? Green? What's your last name? Jack, what the fuck you doing on my bus? <laughs> Yo, get him off my bus. Wow. And they, a van pulls up on the side of the bus. He went from the steps to the bus right in the paddy wagon. Boop. Wow. What you do, champ? That was like 80, that 89, was 90. I came back down for court. You came back down for court. That's right. Body. Yeah. <laughs> or they charge you for another joint. Yeah, man, you got so many niggas ashamed. <laughs> I don't want to fucking care. I've been hearing about that shit all my life. Take it, chill out, man. Oh, this nigga crazy, man. Yeah, yo, yo, you know what's okay? I'm yeah. sorry for shit. <laughs> he, 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 was, he was up here talking to me regular. And, and you know what? I, I had to get mad at myself. And for some reason, I unlocked, you know, you got to pay a little fee to unlock the, when you read the paper, to read more. Right. I said, let me, let me subscribe to it. This man's story's crazy. I'm like, what is, he was in here with us? Just right. like, this guy, man. You're like, wait a minute. Man. What the hell? All that? I you know, I knew all that. Oh you, know you know what? 
if you're a book writer, it's the same thing. I'm gonna tell you something. If you're a book writer, what makes the story so much more outstanding is that you understate what you say or what you've done, and that's mm. what we do. Mm. So when they really, <laughs> you give them a little bit, like yo, yeah, I jump out the window. <laughs> Right. Then they said, find out you jump out the window if you kill five people. <laughs> oh shit! You said you just, you just jump out the window, but you kill five people before you jump out the window. I mean, you, you ain't tell me that. But you crazy too because I'm watching it live. Said, no, oh, I'm saying about yeah. it. <laughs> no, hold on, remember I'm gonna say You had to sit here. I'm watching it live. He told a story. He told a story how he got locked up. It was a restraining order against him. And as soon as he he did a year, as soon as he got out. He went back to the house that he had a restraining order against and looked through the window. Yeah. He said he saw his baby mother peeing and she smelled the tissue. Yeah, she did. She was on the toilet peeing. I'm looking. She white. You know, the girl's white, but then she was like this. I was like, this is near. So I jumped back off the balcony. I said, and I called. I said, yo, you nasty. I see. She was like, okay. she called the police on me. She called the police on me. I got oh. locked up again. Wow. After doing a year, she locked me up again because I told her, I smell, I said, you smelling your pee pee or whatever. <laughs> yo, poo poo, you heard? Yo, what's wrong That's a fat. <laughs> yo. yo, let me stop. Go let's go to the tent. So, so, oh, so. Oh, my God. You go, wh how do you That's go, because I really don't know about boxing, right? So I'm learning. So when you're in the gym and you're training, they got to sign you. Where do you go next? To the Golden Gloves, they got to sign you up for it? Like, how does yeah, that work? Yeah, yeah we uh, we start, we signed up for the Golden Gloves. They, they, they basically kind of went around it. It was in the newspaper, too, at the exactly, time. Exactly, in the sports section. Yeah, yeah, the sports you sign section. your name, your weight, yeah. You, you cut it out yourself. You sign it, you put an envelope, you send it in. Mm. And that was how everybody, and you got to understand, back in the 80s and the 70s, the Golden Gloves was official. Like, it wasn't like, it. you go first day, it'd be like, it might be 100 people in your That's weight a class. Fact. A hundred people, you like New York State. New York State, everybody going crazy. But then fight night, it might be fifty people, thirty people. Cut down every night till it's like you and the best of the best. Ten five. Ten five, three, two, one. You feel what I'm saying? That's a fact. Don't you have the Empire State game? Yeah, yeah, if you want to jump into that, that's what I want. That was my first Spanish gloves. Yeah, I won that first, my bad. I won the Spanish gloves, the Budweiser, then I went up to the I went up to Syracuse and I won the Empire State. Then right. I won a national pound, yeah. and it was rap. I was on the team, and then, and then, so you was on the team, and then, then when you say you were on the team, what team are you on exactly? I was on the USA team. USA team, yes, brother. Salute, salute. Sorry, pardon me, champ. It's all good. Champ. What happened? Then what happens next? Uh, Walk us through it, man. You know you like to talk. You want to? I don't know if you tired. Wake up. Nah, I'm good, brother. Don't let me start chill, talking. Chill, chill. I'm about to get at you soon about these matches and, and these rumors, man. Nah, it's all good. Let's huh? shoot. Let's I, go, I, champ. I, you can't tell me to shoot. I am gonna shoot. Champ, listen, I'm ready for whatever. So, I know you are. So bust it. I heard a bell. <laughs> don't oh, swinging, I was really. Man. Oh, well, nah. Yeah. So basically, you know, um. So where was we? <laughs> you, was like, you, you were saying that you were on the USA team? Yeah, I was on the USA team. Uh, and I got the call that, because I was homeless at the time. I was sleeping around different places. And then, um, I got a call that this dude named Shelly Finkel was looking for me. Mm. You know what I mean? I was like, where? Well, he, you know what I mean? Shelly, who is he? First of all, then I found that it was the manager in, of Mark Breland. The whole 84 team, Pernell Whitaker, Meldrick Taylor. I was like, where? What do you want me to? He was like, yeah, he heard about you. So, um. I wind up getting his number, and then I wind up going to the city to meet him. And I was broke. I was homeless. He gave me five stacks. 
right there in the office, bro. And I'll never forget that. Mm. I was like, wow. That was my first boxing money. And what'd you do with it? Oh, uh, bro, I went crazy. Well, actually, he, um, <laughs> nah, you know what the truth is? He had gave me a check. I never forgot it. It was on 34th Street. He gave me a check, and I was like, um, I started fronting, like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so, because I ain't had no way to cash. You know, put this in your bank, go to a bank. I had no idea, nothing. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, I was like, I said, I came with some crazy excuse. And he was like, you can't cash it. I was like, nah, could you cash it for me? So he had his secretary go cash it. But I never forget, I, it was dead winter, and I had a windbreaker on, you know, like a little, I ain't had no coat. And he was like, why don't you have a coat on? Instead of, you know, he, I was like, oh, nah, this is good. This is all I need. And he looked at me, and that's when he gave me the five. I went and bought a I went to Canal Jeans, bought a coat. <laughs> but when, when I left the building, it was just crazy. I talk about this in my book. I left the building, this dude tried to rob me for the five stacks. I went to I went I went to get my token back in you know, I had the tokens back then. Right. I got the five stacks in my pocket. I go to get my I go to get my token and I pull out the bread on the low. You know what I mean? Not that I was even thinking. I just pulled my bread out. And this dude see me peeling off the hunt. You know how the token booth lady in there, she taking her time giving me my change and all that. And dude peeped the knot. Big old dude. He follows me on the train. You feel me? We get on the train. The train is moving. He coming through. I seen him. Because at first I was kind of like, you know what I mean? He dipped off. It seemed like he, I ain't see him no more. So I look through the carts. I see him coming. Big tall dude. He coming through the carts looking like an animal. Like he looking for me. I'm like, oh, it's on. I'm thinking to myself, champ, chill, you got this money on you. Mm-hmm. And um, he came to the car and he seen me. Playing, it's, now, you got to realize, it's like 4 or 5 o'clock. And he just he got on his, his, his thing. He started bugging out. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, it was a fight on the train. And I, I, I laid him out. And <laughs> next thing you know, it was a fight on the train. What he said to you? He was like, um, uh, it's funny. He was like, Something about, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. he was just talking, rambling on. He said something about, you got a problem with your bitch or something. Whoa, whoa. And I was just like acting like he wasn't talking to me. And this old lady, this old lady started praying, saying, you know, Jesus Christ, please in the name of God. She was like praying because she, she seen yeah. what was popping. And I started getting like a little nervous. Like, and I was like, yo, chill out, man. He was like, what? What you say? What you say? And um, I just made the, I just attacked. And he was in the corner of the train. And I was drilling him. I was drilling him. And then, um. I got off the train, and I was like, damn, I was bugging, because I, I was so hyped up. I got off the train, went on the other side of the tracks, took the train up like two stops, got off, went back, because I had to get to Brooklyn. I was in Manhattan. I'm chiming back down. I get all the way to Utica Avenue. All the way to Utica Avenue, champ. I see they stopped the train. They got everybody off the tracks. They come through with a stretcher. They got dude laid out on a stretcher. He, they got the neck brace, everything on him. He walking past everybody on the track, you know, on, on, on a joint. And as they passing me, he like this. And he just go, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Yo, I, he, didn't, he didn't turn his head the whole time. He was trying to sneak. And when he got to me, he said, ah, <laughs> ah. I said, oh, I said, I'm finished. But it got even crazy. I got on the next train. I seen my man Panama Eddie. You know what I mean? Remember Panama? Yeah. That's my dude. I seen Panama. He like, yo, Ali. Gold front. Yeah. He said, yo, Ali, what's I up? About I said, yeah, I'm just chilling. I said, yeah, um. I said, yeah, I'm wow. chilling. And then he said, and then he said, yes. I said, because he was on a train ahead of me or so. He said, yeah, some guy got jumped on the train and or shot or something. And I was like, really? And me and him standing there, and that's when this happened. And when the dude looked at me and go, oh, oh. 
he looked at me, and I had, I guess I showed him the money. I must have been talking to him first, showed him the money. He was like, Ali, where you get that money from? I was like, um, Shelly Finkel. He was like, and then when that he seen that, he thought he figuring that I did that. I'm like, nah, I was trying to get a token, dude, you know, and then this old lady came up to me and said, Let me pray for you, my son. Right in front of him. And I, she was like, No, it wasn't your fault. Let me pray for you. So then he but he was always looking at me like, you know what I mean? But I was like, nah, nah, you don't understand. But it was all good. So that was, you know, growing up and regular part of growing up, you know what I mean? So then and then and then you so then what You joined the Golden Gloves. Yes. And um, how far did you get on there when you joined the team? Uh, I won the gloves. Won the I won gloves. the gloves. I won everything you could win in New York. Uh, I got on the USA team, like I said. I uh, traveled. I went to Ireland, Poland. I was I was moving and shaking. Cuba. I was moving and shaking. You know what and I mean? Then, and, then, and, then, and then when did you turn pro? I turned pro July 24th, 1992 at the Tuck Inn in Catskills. Now, mind you, I told you, Mike left 79 and went up to, to the Catskills and all that. Pum, pum, yes, Chad. Do me a favor. Take that chair, sit right here. Let Lisa sit right there for me, please. Let her sit down. I don't want to stand up over there. Please. Just take that chair, sit down. I don't yeah. want to stand up. Let's go, Chad. I brought up by surprise. She wants take, to come a take a seat, please, Lisa. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all good, champ. Family, it's all good. As wife. Yeah. All right, let's go, champ. Hey, sis. Hey, how you doing, Mama? Good to see you. Yeah. Let's go, yeah. champ. I yeah. brought protection up. <laughs> Pooh, oh, never brought protection. Now nah, she got that big right full fifth in that bag. Oh you see my that? god. <laughs> Put the so, so, um. You talking about when you turn pro? Yes, I turned pro July 24th in the Catskills. Uh, mm -hmm. Ironically, I was trained by Teddy Atlas, who was the trainer for Mike Tyson. Mm -hmm. You feel me? We both from the Ville. He lived up the hill. He got kicked out. He got evicted. They lost their crib. They moved down the hill to Amboy. We lost our crib. We moved down the hill to Marcus Garvey. You mm -hmm. feel me? So, which was literally a block away from Amboy. You know what I'm saying? So I've always looked up to Mike in the sense whereas I've been following his lead. Then he went to the Catskills to train with Teddy. When they split, guess who Teddy started, Teddy started training? Me. Mm. You feel me? So it's always been that kind of somehow, you know what I mean, connection. And I love the man. He's like, he's, he's my Jack Johnson. You feel me? Watching you, like watching your highlights, you were pretty good. All right, I still fight. I don't know why you saying pretty. I still get busy. Nah, I'm, I'm, hey, hey, don't, don't, <laughs> I'm fighting in April, by the no, way. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bare knuckle. Look at that. Don't let your nuts hang. Yeah, yeah. I got to, champ. I always keep. I watch your highlights, man. You were Thank fast. You, bro. You Thank you, good. champ. You know what I mean? You put it on, you know, but yeah. you did. You did know. lose. I have, yeah, it's part of the game. So, so, I don't call it losing. I call it a learn. Learn. You did I learn. learn. I learned. You try to turn everything positive. Yeah, I learned. You don't say the N-word anymore. You say champ. I say we all champ. So let's change everything. So let's give me your first lessons you learned. What, what, what went wrong in the first lesson? I think that it was like with your 20, 26 fight. Yeah, but that wasn't my first loss. I had losses as, as an amateur. As an amateur. I had to take some L's as an amateur. Mm -hmm. And, um, of course, they hurt. You know what I mean? I wanted to be undefeated in everything I did. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I was never really an athlete. I was never an athlete, period. I can't dribble. I can't shoot. I can't catch. <laughs> none of that. You know what I'm saying? But I was nice with the hands. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? But, um, yeah, you know, you know, I took some L's. You know, I learned. I, did, I, did some, I had some learning. Some learning. <laughs> it's like it's like IS-55 in here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like IS fifty five bars yeah. on a window. <laughs> we were we all went to the same junior high school. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? Not we all went to the cool. same junior high school. He went to 263. Oh, you went to 263? Oh, word? You went to Marcus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went to Marcus. I went to the school right across the street, Risen Christ, right across the street from Marcus. The Catholic school? Yeah, right? The Lutheran school. There's only eight people in your class. Facts. You went there? Yeah. You had to pay money to go in there. Yeah, $50 a month. Yeah, didn't wear the fifty-five. Yeah, white shirt, blue towel. Yeah, that's how I learned how to fight. Yeah, you see. Yeah, you funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I used to get the Playboys, the British Knights, British Walkers. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that taught me a lot because my name is Shannon. I got a girl name. You know what I'm saying? And I went to private school, and I'm coming. I went to school across the street from Marcus. The most craziest junior high school in ever. You know what I'm saying? I mean, literally. That's where I went. It was the, my man Sean Price went there. Everybody went to the Marcus. Mr. Haywood. Yes. Mr. Davidson. Yeah, it was crazy. And then I got on a white shirt, blue tie every day. I'm like, but I, I learned, man. Again, I learned. I didn't lose. I didn't lose. I learned. Yeah. <laughs> but can I ask you a question? Let me ask you a question. What was your hardest fight? Sheesh. Um, my hardest fight has been with myself, champ. Mm. It's been with myself, man. For real, for real, for real. You know, putting everything in perspective. As that was deep. As, yeah, that as far as my life, putting it in perspective, that's been the hardest fight. Besides yourself, what was your second hardest fight? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, let me see. I mean, you know, in the ring. In the ring. In the yeah, ring, in you the mean? Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, had, I fought Vitaly Klitschko, bro. And that wasn't such that was, it was, it was such a hard fight. It's not that. It's just that in the first round, if you look at this, I popped my tendon in the first round and it tore and my elbow joint popped. So they had to do surgery, come through this side and then come out this side. Mm-hmm. At the same time, my bicep popped in the first round and um, I took like 279 punches to the head in that fight. And the worst part was I didn't get paid for it. So that in itself, when you get paid, you're like, well, at least I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I lost the fight. I took a beating. I fought one on for 12 rounds. So that was a pretty, that was a rough one for me. Well, how, well, how did that happen? What, what did you First of all, what, hold on. What do you mean you didn't get paid for? Explain that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, ugly game. The boxing business in itself is an ugly game. That's why we want to open up the Brownsville Boxing Academy to teach fighters to be able to control and respect that paper. You feel me? And, and learn how what to do with it, and not be talking about yo. I'm gonna get iced out. I'm gonna get this car and that car in this house. Put that bread away. Invest in yourself as far as your future. You're gonna be around for a long time. Hopefully, you want to be prepared for it. But you say you didn't get paid that for that fight, though. What was wrong? Stop trying to be uh, respect to the positivity. We yeah, yeah. Why you ain't get paid? Oh, because I again, like I was saying, is the boxing business is a dirty game. It's a business if you want to call it anything. It's not a sport. It's a business. And I just I've been involved with people who took advantage of the situation. You know what I mean? Oh. Took advantage of the situation. And then I got paid. I wanted to get paid like pennies on a dollar. Four hundred eighty thousand, maybe uh, two years, a year and a half later. But by that time, it, I, I settled. That was a settlement opposed to keep going to keep going to court. I'm paying attorneys. I'm paying for because how how I got. I want to say how I won the case and how I got my bread was. Uh, I paid a dude a lot. Of, I found a dude who had did over three thousand cases for the government, handwriting specialist, and I paid him thirty grand. Word is bond. When he walked in and seen my joint and seen my case. It took him less than two minutes if to look at it and say this is a forgery. They they took your your signature and they scanned it wow. multiple times on different documents. You feel me? And that's how when my when my uh, lawyer presented that to them, like yo, they was like, oh, we don't want to we don't want to fight no more. Um, take this, you know, four four eighty and chill. 
What the hell? What did they do? How did they do that? You, you want to say you want to give? Nah, nah, it's all good. It's um, I started a company called uh, what was it called? Golden Empire, and it was you know a sports agency, you know sports in entertainment company. Uh, my partner who is currently in prison, uh, he was like, uh, he brought in some investors, and they pretty much was like, yeah, we want to do, we want to go another route. Uh, that route was in the music business. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what? You know, you're going to take my company and you're going to basically trash it to the side or turn it into a music company now. And pretty much I was on the back burner. And that was my bread and butter. You know what I mean? I had the investor was keeping me afloat while I was building this company. And when they made a decision to go another route, um, I was left in the cold. And I made some attempts to explain to them, like, yo, that's not how this thing worked. Well, they was like, nah. So I said, well, what y'all doing? And said, so we going music route. We going to get into the festival thing, making, you know, music festivals. I said, well, my man is the biggest dude in the business. You know what I'm saying? My man, Pascal, he started EDC, Electric Daisy Carnival. Oh, so wow. I was like, yo, that's my dude. Let me, and then was like, nah, we, nah, you don't know nothing about this. You know what I mean? Click. And, um, well, I dropped the name on him and they called me back two weeks later. It was like, um, what was that guy's name you mentioned? I was like, my man Pascal. It was like, oh, by the way, he's the man, Shannon. If you can make this happen, mm. this could be life changing for you. And I was like, really? So I was like, mm. I said, okay, let me see what I could do. So I put it together. Um, they wanted to find out to see him, you know, getting in bed with each other, making, you know what I mean, making something happen. And, you know, you know how that go in business. You, the person, get pushed to the side, the connect, middle man, the middle yeah. man get yeah. pushed, squeezed out. So I made that connection. Um, they linked up to do some things and it kind of left me. And then I fought, by the way. While this was happening, I was still building a company, negotiating contracts, trying to get them not to kick me to the curb. And I was training at the same time, training to fight Vitaly Klitschko, heavyweight champion of the world. My, my joint popping the first round, my arm, my arm. I don't get paid. And they're still doing this business with my man. Or the dude I know. You feel what I'm saying? So now I'm really devastated because now I find out Live Nation come in and offer them a hundred, like a billion. You know what I'm saying? And offer him a hundred mil. So I'm sitting there like, I'm broke as a joke. I got 30 stacks in my name. I got kids to feed, mortgage to pay. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm losing it all and I'm just depressed, man. And um, mm-hmm. they wind up settling with me like 480 a year after. Now, mind you, I came back from Germany beat up. I mean, you look like I got hit by two cars. And, um, Luckily, you know what I mean? I go out, I meet a dude, we shake hands, we kick it. He said, come by my office, go by his office, tell him my story, put out 50K. Here, I like you. you We're going to do things together. I want you here working for this business. I started working for a marketing company, digital marketing agency for two years. No more boxing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with it. Mm. And then uh, actually three years. And then um, that wound up, my, my boss was like, yo, I want to get into boxing. I was like, nah, you don't want to do that. You got a lot of bread. This is the easiest way to lose it. And he was like, nah, I want to get in the box. And I want you to be my guy. We're going to get fighters. So we started recruiting fighters. It was, I, I begged him not to do it because I knew I knew it was going to happen. I knew that my job was going to be in jeopardy. You feel me? I knew that this was not where he was going to be happy, a multimillionaire in this game. Um, that company wound up becoming... Mike Tyson's sports, you know, Mike Tyson's company. So I was there. I, I told him, yo, let's get Mike. Mike came in. Let's change the name of the company. It was from Equinity Sports to Mike Tyson Promotions. So 
my, you know, it was crazy, champ. But I was saying that to say something else, which was because <laughs> you, you sit looking at me like. <laughs> now we, we're talking about why you didn't get paid for that for that fight. Oh, you didn't get paid. So yeah. again, look, I'm you know I'm a mover and shaker. I'm an entrepreneur. That you know this is my this is how I make my bread. But I got other ways. You know what I'm saying? I got a, I own a coffee company. I own a pharmacy back at home in Miami. You know, I'm let's a, go, I, yeah, I go get it. He know, but he, <laughs> let's go, let's champ. Go, you mean when you fought Crystal, they didn't pay you at all? Nah, they ain't pay me, champ. Wow. And you pro? Yeah. He, you supposed he, to knock the promoter out, the trainer, <laughs> everybody. And that's where, and that, and that is that thinking is what led me to a nervous breakdown. Word is bomb. I'm keeping it real because that's what you wanted to do. I, I, I mean, I wanted, I, to, I wanted to go. I'm from, from, blood, you know what I mean? Every time we I, talk, because we still be wanting to do it. He, he. That's why I, I love that man because. I talk to him, you know, we talk, and when he be like, yeah, you got to relax, chill out. But what I'm trying to say is that, you see, and I like you. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I like you, you, you as well. You do everything like you cool. Like, you, like, like he don't want to answer. He, everything is like a mystic with him. Yo, <laughs> listen, I signed a contract Fact. with them. I signed a contract. They jerked me out of the deal. I didn't yeah. get paid. Did you take the fight knowing you wasn't going to get paid? Nah, of course not. Exactly. Take That's it. what we want to hear. Yeah, okay, you already know that then. That's, but what, I hear that's obvious. You. you know what I mean? I would have <laughs> never fought if I wasn't going to get paid. <laughs> nah. If I knew I wasn't going to get paid, I wouldn't have walked up those stairs. And I, and I mm. damn sure wouldn't have not. Now imagine this. You you taking a beat and you got one arm. The ref come like, yo, you know, stop. I'm stopping the fight. And I plead with him, no, you're not stopping nothing. I'm knocking him out this round. Watch. I catch him in the ninth round. He wobble. This is Vitaly Klitschko. He has the highest knockout ratio in the history of boxing, heavyweight right. division. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. I took 279 punches to the head. He couldn't even put me down. Look at me, y'all. You see this chin? Brown Iron. This Let's is that champ. Brownsville shit. Mm. <laughs> Let's go, champ. Let's, walk us through. How, yeah. did, how did you pop all that? Did you punch wrong? What happened? Nah, I don't even know. I just threw the hook, man, and, and it popped, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it was a lot going on, Chad. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Like, I was up the night before with the management team, the promotion team. I had been up for three days beefing with them. Like, it's not happening. I got to call this whole fight off. The whole Germany was going crazy. I set it off at the press conference. I was I was all over the country, man. You know how I be. I'm all over the country smashing everything. Ah, it's the champ. Shannon Nick they like, yo, we love you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um the whole country the whole country was hype. But then three days three days before the fight, I'm like, yo, the fight is dead. If I don't have a guaranteed number, you have not produced a paper saying what I'm getting paid to fight. There is no contract go to fight. How am I fighting? And um, that's when we realized they had used the rubber stamp joint on me. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it was ugly. But that ain't stopped me. So I was saying that to say, champ, I came back, got a job, was eating, was eating good. Eating so good, I ballooned up to 403 pounds. I was fat, champ. I couldn't. I was crazy. And then um, I was just suffering from depression. I was eating Krispy Kreme, uh, two, three butter pecan ice creams a day, Hagen dyes McDonald's. I was going crazy. I had a chef, mm -hmm. and he was going crazy for me. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, make this. Bake a cake. Do that. And he was giving it to me. And then he was like, yo, champ, you wild, and you're a good dude, but you drink a lot, and you eat. And, you know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm not boxing no more. So I wind up. And at the time, by the way, I was taking Depreco, Seroquel, uh, Zoloft, Paxil. Yeah, they had me, they had me numbed up because they was like, yo, you... You, you, nah, it's for real. It's ugly. And I was getting bigger and fatter. And then one day my boy came in and was like, yo, champ, you need to try this. And it was a joint. And I was like, nah, I ain't with that. Because growing up, I had an aunt. And she used to smoke and she used to beat me a lot. You know what I mean? So 
the smell would remind me of, you know, mm. the ass whippers and shit. So uh, I was like never a big smoker or into that. So, but after doing a lot of research and realizing that I, I have a PTSD, that it was something that I should give a try. But I wound up trying it, long story short, and that was the day I cut my hair, by the way, this, the next morning. And um, I started saying, let's go champ, because I, it actually did something to me that I hadn't felt. It had made me happy. I had been so unhappy for three years after the loss, even though I was making bread, I was depressed because um, I felt like I hadn't reached my potential in life. You know, I felt like I had let things slip, slip away at times when I should have been more, you know, focused down. But then looking back now, in retrospect, I was my own boss. I was my own father. I, I, my own, I did everything. I, I was show, calling the shots since I was 13. So, I, you know, I had to put that in perspective as well and say, yo, don't be so hard on yourself. What, definitely made what lesson did you feel that you could have, you know, I know all the lessons that we learned in the ring. You felt that I shouldn't have had took that, you know what I mean? Like, what lesson, or you felt that you could have, you know, because the Klitschko joint, you, you were hurt. Yeah. You know I would mean? say, when I fought Lennox Lewis, you know what I mean? He's one of the greatest of all times, but I fought him with a broken hand. Not to say it could have been any different, you know what I'm saying? He's the greatest of all time. One of the greatest, by far, top five heavyweights of all time if not top three, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but I, I say I went into that fight with a broken hand. Now, again, I was for the bread. I was $2 million on the table, $1.8 on a million on the table. I had, just, I had just fought I had just fought George Foreman, you know what I'm saying? And You were turning up. I'm looking at you were turning up. Yeah, I, I just fought George Foreman and won the linear title. So they were like, yo, it was like, yo, fight Lennox Lewis. And I was like, nah, not, right, not until I get my surgery. And I, I wound up getting the surgery. This one right here, you can't see it, but this one right here. Mm. I was supposed to get it. The day I was supposed to get it, my manager called me and was like, yo, come on, I want to holler at you. And he said, y'all got a million dollars for you. No, he said, I got 800000 if you fight Lennox Lewis. I said, not happening, champ. I just came from the doctor. I did my pre-test and my surgeries tomorrow. He was like, yeah, but this is, you know, opportunities now. We went back and forth. And I wound up like, you know, I, had no, I never had no real bread. I was like, yo, if you give me a million dollars, I'll fight. He was like, nah, I can't. We wind up going up to 1.8. And out of the 1.8, he took eight and I took a mil. You know what I mean? So um, mm. that was uh, that was a fight I definitely shouldn't have took. You know what I mean? I couldn't I, I couldn't really do what I he needed to do. He took 800,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What percentage is that? Yeah, it was wild with it. But you know what it was? It was like, it was, it was like, it was bad timing for me, man. It was bad timing not having good, good lawyers. You know, the managers, the managers had, the managers had everything. You feel me? They, they, they was controlling everything. Yo, you need this. And when I started beefing, going crazy, okay, you know, here, let's shut them up. Here, take a little bit more. And I'm like, okay, well, when we going to start doing this and that and the third so I can see, oh, real soon, real soon. But looking back now, they was looking to see how long we could go before he lose, and then we don't got to cash out. You know what I'm saying? We don't got to keep it afloat. So it taught me a lot how, about I, business. Watching your highlights and stuff, even when, you know, Lennox Lewis punch you, you shake your head no. Like, you, yeah, was, yeah. you was lit. You was... I'm just, you know, yeah, from the yeah, veil, chat. Huh? Huh? I'm just from the veil, chat. So, so, so let me ask you a question real yeah. quick. And I'm, I'm going to go a little left here, and I'm going to get back to you because I have to get at you. Um... <laughs> It's so funny, Chad. You, you, you said that the managers, right? Yes, brother. So let's use, I don't know if you could talk about him, uh, Don King, for example. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were mad at him. Yeah, right? I was with Don King for a minute. Oh. Short minute, but a minute. Yeah, I was with him. What, what did he. I made the most money I made with Don King. 
What did he do wrong to people? I, I never when I research it, I don't know if I, I can't read well or comprehend. You know, I mean, is he what does people get mad at him? He takes what does how does it work? Cause I don't get it. Like, how does he take the money from you? I'll keep it real simple. I'm, I'm gonna put it so we can all understand it real simple. Yeah. You need bread, right? You worth. You got a value. You got. You worth something. Queens flip is on the rise. His career coming up. He hot. People want him. G money want you. We all want you want to get, you know what I'm saying? We might be like, yo, we offer you a million. You be like, all right, that sounds good. 10 million, right? He off, I offer you 10, he offer you 15, he offer you 20. G Money come right now with five cash. We talking 10 million check, he talking 15, he talking 20, but he giving you cash. You like, wow. And a lot of times people jumped. They jump when they see cash. Mm. Cash smell funny. You don't, if you never smelled five hundred thousand dollars, you don't know what it smell like. It changed the smell of the room. A million make it smell real different. Ten million make it smell crazy. You feel me? Crazy. <laughs> make the room G smell money. crazy. The money talk, That's baby. What you smell yeah. like G you money. Smell it. Oh, you you smell, smell like it. that G money. Oh, you man. smell it. You like wow. Oh. And when you smell that smell. It make you move. It make you be like, you know what? I'm going to go with this cash right now. And a lot of people have said no. But more people have said, yeah, I'll take the cash. And then they look back and be like, yo, that was a bad look on myself. You know what I'm saying? And that's but how can you is. really get mad at him? Or you could get mad at yourself for making for jumping out the window for being overzealous? Well, can you get I, mad at Don King? Well, I think people have been mad at Don King for other reasons outside of just the bad deals they've made. A lot of times, like, you might... You from the hood, you box, you want to you come up, but you ain't really going nowhere. So say I offer you like, yo, look, bro, I'm going to give you 100000 You're like, wow. And I, get, I give you the 100 But I got 20 other dudes on the roster too that I got to take care of and keep them busy. And you in the background. You might gain weight, get fat, go up to another division. You might fall off. And the time and the weight is the weight. The weighting game in boxing is a hard game because you're getting older. And as you mm -hmm. sit, you rust. You got to go. You got to keep that timing clicking. You feel me? That's absolutely Yeah. Right. So a lot of times dudes get get shelved and they, they be like, yo, I got to do something. They take a bad deal. It's a crazy business, man. It's but a really nasty. Is it a bad deal when somebody exploits you? He did it to Ali. Did it to Mike. His daughter is your manager. The house is under his name, but your money paid for it. So he exploits you, just like some drug dealers do these young brothers out here. Facts. So it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to kick dirt on Dom because everybody do. Everybody the same. Let me let's stop. Let's stop. Let's let me start with. Let me say this. Everybody the same. Yeah. I ain't met a. I met. I've met, I've met two, three people in boxing. That I can say, wow, this guy ain't got the heart for it. He got a pure heart. Because everybody's slimy, champ. I've seen grimy, slimy, piece of shit fighters. Piece of shit promoters, managers. They all, they they should be together. Like <laughs> it's too many. But you feel me? It's too many. Who, champ? It's too many. You knew Joey Ferriello? Right? Yeah, yeah, I know him. I know. He, had Mike, he had Mark Breeland, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Junior Jones. Yeah, and Junior Jones. He I passed know. away when yeah. I was. I know. this is why we want to do the gym, right? For this purpose right there, what you just said. Facts. To clean it up. Because if you and G Money, like y'all have a partnership now, right? You the fighter, G Money, the brain. 
He's bringing his own bag. To it. Let's be for real, right? Yeah, yeah I get you. Bring you. your own bag, <laughs> and you learn every aspect of this business. Like Shannon says, a business. It's you a know, business. And, and this is the whole thing, man. To try to bring some clarity to what he's been through, and we're not dealing with the trauma. The trauma that he's been through, through everything he's been through in life, and then for somebody to exploit him, because they knew he came from nothing. Right. Mm. So they throw a number in front of him. And because he wanted to big himself out the hole to go back to what we used to call Atlantic Tower the suburbs in the hood. Because they right. had a swimming pool and all that shit. It was like Roxdale and Queen. Mm. The bougie place. Nice. The terraces. Right? Nice. All that shit. <laughs> the balconies. You know, yeah, no. <laughs> My nice. end of the Yeah, nice you know, shit. And, and what I'm saying is that Beautiful. this is the thing that we are trying to get away from today the exploitation. Mm. No matter what business it is, rap business is being exploited, but especially Facts. boxing, because a lot of these boxers come from nothing. No education, no money, to, no power. But like, yeah, if a dude tell you, yo, look, I'm giving you five thousand a week, a thousand a week. You went from zero, thousand yeah. a week, a thousand a week. That's four thousand a month, right? Yeah. Your bills is paid. You like, yo, all right. Okay. If he tell you, yo, listen, you doing this, you fighting this dude, you like, I. Right. Yo, you running at this time. You doing this and the third. Yo, you got to do what you got to do. You need a boss. You feel me? And then, you know, it, you know, I look back, man, and I say to myself, man, you know, it's, 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 it's like Luke said, it's the best thing is to, is to help the, the, the next generation of kids because it was times when I got jerked by multiple managers or promoters that it was nothing stopping me from, from catching a body except the fact that I got kids and I got a wife to, to, to say, you know, I don't want to spend the rest of my life. And they was counting on that, by the way. They knew you got something to lose, homie. You're not going, you know, I got you for this bread. And I, I literally would get numbers and call them be like, yo, you got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. You feel me? And they'd be like, hmm. But they were scared. So what they do, go to the police. Terroristic threats. You feel me? For my bread, my family gotta eat. My kids missing meals. You telling me, gotta deal with it. So, well, how do I deal with that? Where I'm from, how I deal with it, I get at you. I'm, I'm gonna get at you. You feel me? But they hide behind the police. They hide behind contracts, and they make you be the bad guy. You're the bad guy because you want what you fought for. You know what I'm saying? And that's what drove me to depression. <clears throat> 403 pounds out of the game, and then I took a joint. And changed my life in some ways got me back to thinking good got me back to thinking healthy as far as being positive i lost 168 pounds 10 10 fights and 10 wins straight nine knockouts and more importantly i started traveling the world again and meeting people and connecting with souls like mine who have been through stuff who have been hurt and said i was giving up but i heard you say let's go champ i watched your videos and then because of you I'm feeling good. I'm happy about my life. I stopped drinking. I'm clean. I got a job. You know what I'm saying? So I get that so much that it's become part of my life where it's helped me as well. You know what I mean? When, who, how many of the the in-ring rematches that you wanted from the lessons that you learned? Who did you want to rematch besides? Because you, you chased... Yeah, you, you Klitschko. Chased, Klitschko. I chased his brother because the other one retired. The yeah. one that beat me retired. Yeah, I know, you know that. what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get your brother, and then I'm going to make you come back. But I couldn't get his brother. 
<laughs> Why you couldn't get his brother? He ain't want it. He ain't want it. I was on that. I was, I was, I was, I was, I, was, I got in shape. I went crazy. I was like, let's go champ. I was just focused like a horse with the blinders on. I was just like, yo, that's all I'm going to do is I'm going to dedicate my life to, to winning this title for the third time. You know what I mean? That's what I did. And, and it was great for me because I got to see, like, throughout my career, I moonlighted it as a boxer. I did some movies. I was fortunate to be in great business deals, to be collecting bread outside of boxing where I didn't have to die in the ring. It was times when I turned fights down. And I was like, nah, I ain't ready. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, and I'm like, nah, I ain't ready. Because I knew they were trying to, again, exploit me to get me beat. You know what I'm saying? And they got to the point where they blackballed me in the game. They put me on the blacklist. Mm. I've been blacklisted three times in the game. Mm. And the only thing that saved me this time is what you guys are in front of right now. The computer. Social media. You feel me? They can't stop me when I got 100,000 people saying, let's go champ. They can't stop me when all the fans want to see me in the arena. You can't stop me when my merch is still moving. You feel me? And they like they don't like it. They, they, they dislike me. But guess what? I'm still a champ. <laughs> Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. <laughs> Let's go, champ. What was the first movie you was in? Oh, uh, man. I did um, my first one. I, I did the, a movie called The Retirement. Mm. Um, I did a movie called The Wackness with, with Red Man. Mm-hmm. Transporter 2. Yeah, I did that. That was Bad great. Boys too. Bad Boys too. Yeah, my 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 um. You my was also in New York undercover. Yeah, remember that back oh, in the wow. day. Yeah, I was <laughs> on you that. You feel that that homie came out and said that he like uh. Oh my god. He uh, said what? <laughs> <laughs> he said what? <laughs> he said what? Yeah, he said what? Chicks with dicks. Yeah, Malik Yoda. He said, yo, you know, he said he like chicks with. I don't, I, I never heard him say. That. I don't know nothing about that. You he did. He said it on the radio. Good answer. Good answer. Good yeah. answer. Yo, Chad, good answer. I ain't got nothing to do with that, Chad. I didn't say you got something to do with that, but how you? I ain't hear it. I don't know nothing about it. Mm, respect. Respect, champ. Let's go, champ. Respect. I'm about to get at you, though, man. Come on. So you were supposed to fight. Tell us. Bring us to the to the, the time you were supposed to fight, and um, the fight didn't go through because of some sort of tests that they took. Can you walk us Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. I'm, I told you I'm an I'm, I'm advocate for cannabis. I also was, uh, I think, popped for uh, some other substances or whatever, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's all good. I took it on the chin. You know what I mean? I'm 48,000 years old, man. What can they do to me? <laughs> so, but you, you, did you? I was, I was, I was, I was on a four month suspension. That was three and a half years, four years ago. Mm-hmm. The suspension ended in four months. I think it was like 120 days, if that. Uh, I just decided to give it a break. I really focused on my, my, um, uh, my outside businesses. I got a baby girl now, and I really want to set her future up in 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 business. I got a pharmacy down in F- Florida. We're doing some big things. We got a digital marketing agency called Diversity Digital, and you know things are moving, man. I'm, I'm really trying to put, you know keep my entrepreneur hat on. Although the ring has always been calling me, it's part of me now, and so I'll be fighting probably in the next couple couple weeks. Look at him, y'all. I mean, do you, but do you, you know, when you go through these things and you know these setbacks, you know, yes. do you have any regrets? Um, you know? Unfortunately, you know, that's part of 2017, that. You know, yeah. yeah, it's part of that post post traumatic stress. This, you know, disorder is 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 harping on things that you can't change that's and right. kind of like trying to put keep it in perspective. Like, you know, what champ, let that go. Focus on the future, not look back. You know what I mean? It's it's not easy, but it's something that I'm accomplishing. Who? What do you What do you think about? Um, so you about to fight in a couple of weeks? Yes, couple of months. Yes, brother. Couple of months. Yes, brother. Do you know who you fighting? 
I'm, I'm, I got a few people lined. I keep, excuse me. I got a few people lined up. I'm gonna fight a boxing match, and then the next one, I'm gonna fight a bare knuckle match. My first bare knuckle fight. I can't believe they let people fight bare knuckle. They not. They never seen any. I can't believe they gonna let me hit somebody without a glove. I think they gonna change it up. I think they gonna come up with something last minute. <laughs> Let's go, champ. Yeah. Let's go, champ. <laughs> yeah. I want to see. I want to see that. You also did kickboxing too, right? Yes, brother. I fought in K one in Japan. That was that was that was an experience. I did that one time, brother. Only one time, <laughs> and that was cool. Never again. But it was it was an experience. Dude kicked the shit out of me, and then um I was like, all right, you know what I mean. I did my thing, and I was like, never again. It's not. It's two different worlds. You know what I mean. It's two different worlds. Who who, who do you? Heavyweight matches happened, right? Yes. Um, Fury and Wilder. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Um, you know, it happens to the best of us and the worst of us. People get knocked out. I think that um, we were all in shock and we was all quiet. We was, I was, I've been quiet. I was quiet for like two, three days. Just like wow, because he our champion. You feel me? Mm-hmm. He American. He African American. He black, just like us. You know what I mean? So he, I was in. Um, not to make it a black and white thing, because I literally spoke to Fury, I want to say, what, 30, 40 hours before the fight, I spoke to Fury, and I was like, yo, box, jab, right hand, jab, no hooks, no uppercuts, I don't want you close, stay away, he was like, nah, I'm knocking him out, and I'm arguing with him, I'm like, champ, box, no, listen to me, you got everything, you got that, nah, I'm knocking him out, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm knocking him out. And he was adamant about it, so he knew what he was, he knew what he had to do. He knew what he wanted to do. He knew what he was going to do. Um, I think we all felt hurt for 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 Wilder. You lose that zero, you know. He was so he's not a humble dude. So like with his his whole thing, we started believing it. You know what I mean? His whole um, you know what I'm saying? We started okay, maybe you are because everything he touched, he put into sleep. So we all bought into it. Which he do hit crazy hard, can't take it away from him. But we all knew he couldn't fight. We know knew he just throw wild punches. We know knew he got thunder, but he ain't got no skill. That's why I was so thirsty to fight him, and I was on him, stalking him, trolling him, whatever y'all want to call him. You look back to the record, to the, go back to the videotape, you see where I was always on him because I was trying to get what I, I was trying to expose what I seen. If you take the punch, which I look at my record, it speaks for itself. I fought. George Foreman, one of the hardest punches of all time. Ray Mercer, one of his hardest punches. Uh, Vitaly Klitschko, Lennox Lewis. And let me tell y'all something. If you ain't never been hit by Francois Botha, you ain't never been hit. The White Buffalo hit dumb hard. That's five former heavyweight champions. You feel me? But I they, and, and I and I took all their blows. I said, if I just get close to him, G Money, if I could just get close to him, I'm going to take his heart. Because once he hit me and he realized that that's all he got, you know what I'm saying? Now it's my goal. You feel me? And I th- and I seen what I seen. Fury hit him with a body shot and lifted him, lifted him up off his feet, and that's what all I wanted, champ. And shout out to Fury. Shout out to to Wilder. We all felt sorry at shout first. Out like, to Fury, you know, man. I, yeah. I, have, I had two hundred on Fury. Yeah, one. yeah. We had. We. I felt sorry for Wilder because even though you know what I'm saying, because we love him, because he was. But okay, now get up, back on the horse. Let's go, champ. It happened. Oh, we felt sorry for a week. This week, no more sorry. Get your ass back. Take some time off. Get back in the gym. Go win your title back. What do you think he was lacking? Uh, the ability to 
process the whole situation. You got a big man, head is up here. Hit his body. Right. And me and you boxing, right? I'm not your head is there. I, I'm I'm going for that body. Because look, the head move, but that body don't. Look, the head move, but that body don't. He should have been shooting right hand straight to the body to Fury. He should have been, when they got close, prepared to rumble. Prepared, but look how small he was compared to Fury. So when Fury was on him. Yes. Right? That takes to, to put the weight on, does it take energy out of the opponent if he puts the weight on you? So much. So much flip. Yes, so does. much flip. So much flip. So that's a tactic. Facts. Yeah. Facts. 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 Right now, stand up. Come on, stand up. Show us some chat. Be careful. Be careful, Flip. Take it easy, man. Yeah, chill, 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 that wrestling. Better you than me, that. man. Yeah. <laughs> now, better now you than me. Imagine that. You doing that round after round. And he fighting to try to get out of it. Oh. Some of the lights, the heat, the people. He blamed it on his... Uh, uh, do you think that oh, could play? Shouldn't have did it. Shouldn't have did it. I thought when they did that, it, it saved energy. That's what I thought before. When you just fight, they used to do that to kind of like... Back in the days, energy. they used to smoke, Right. Hell yeah. And inside the place where you boxing, oh. they smoke big cigars. The Italian, everybody was smoking big. They mm. stopped that. Ringside. When they stopped that, around yeah. ringside, yeah, was, that was the like worst What's that, the fall. Mid-80s, right? The oh, mid-80s? I remember that. I remember when that. They yeah, they used to smoke in there. Yeah. So when, when he, when he, when he, when he, and, and, because I watched it, I was in here watching it. And I, I felt bad as well. That's, Me too. We felt sorry. You know, and, and Fury, you know, he's singing Bye Bye Miss American Pie and all that type of crazy stuff. I got to get at him too. That's your song though. Yeah, I know, but I didn't like when he sang it like that. <laughs> um, What did Fury do right? Or was there a way he, if, if, if Wilder, was there a way Wilder could have win with how Fury was? Do you understand what I'm saying? For, for him to win, he would have had to have been able to uh, chop into that body. And he would have had to been trained Poor baby. to, Poor baby. yeah, he would have had to been trained to brawl or box. But how do you box a man so wild? He's cutting the ring off. Fury, Fury ain't no joke. Let's keep it a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like I, right. I don't be hating on fighters, but I be trying to get at everybody because I feel like I can fight anybody. You know what I'm saying? So, I, but I gotta give my props up. He a big man that can move. Look at his legs. He was able to bounce back. He was able to step back a lot of times and put his left hand up to stop that right hand. He ate a right hand, a couple of them. He took him like a champ. And I think that broke my man's will. I think Wilder's will got broken at a certain point. He was like, damn. His spirit. His spirit. He was but fighting on his back in foot. the first fight, Fury took everything he had. He wasn't scared. Right. So coming into that second fight, he just executed his plan. Mm. Because he took everything in the first fight from this guy, right? Yeah. That's a fact. So and now if I just work my plan, my what I got to do, because yeah. Wilder didn't change. Yeah. He ain't boxing shot time. He went to fight. And it Did was, he really lick the blood off his neck? You see nah, me? he was just doing like this. Like, like, yeah. He was just doing yeah, like yeah. that. He didn't really that was but weird. What's the, uh, so when a trainer come in, let's, let's, let's use the same example. When a trainer come in, if you get a different trainer, a trainer can show you a different style and... 
you know, but do people really adapt that style? Are you able to adapt it? Or, like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, when a trainer comes, like, sometimes people get new trainers. Do they adapt the style that the trainer teach them? You know, because they get, you know, can you adapt it if you're used to fighting a certain way for a long time? Everybody's different. Everybody's, I've seen fighters, uh, excuse me, adjust. Mm-hmm. Adjust, that's the word. Uh, they adjust, get a new trainer, adjust, make adjustments. And you were like, wow, I look like a different fighter because he was the trainer. Everybody can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm the type of guy that. I f- Pardon me, champ. Yeah. I'm the guy. I fight the way I fight. You know what I'm saying? And I make I I, I I may change my game plan up. When I come to the center of the ring, I might look at you and see something and be like, you know what? Attack. Now, I like you, though, champ, man. I, 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 I watch your highlights, man. Good you're looking, doing, champ. I, I, you know, you're going fast, man. Yeah, you know I don't what play. Yeah, I, I was fast. born with asthma, so I always had to get in there and get it over with. Yeah, you're going fast, man. <laughs> yeah. you, go, you, you know, you're going in raw. You're going raw fast, Let's man. Let's go, champ. So, how many children raw. you got? Excuse me, champ? How many children do you have? I got three, brother. Okay. Yeah. Three yeah. by the same woman, by the way. Respect. Me yeah, too. thank you. Oh, there you go. Let's yeah. go, champ. Let's go, Yo, champ. Yo, so if, if you could, it might be a tough question, but if you could, like, can you take us in the ring with you, like, your mindset? When you go in the ring to like um, any fight, it don't matter who you fighting against, but just it's in the ring. Like, what's what's the vibe? Like, what's what's your mental state like when you're in the ring? Like, bring us to the ring with you. Well, to be honest with you, it all begins when I get that call. When you call me and say, "Yo, Shan, I got a fight for you." Mm. That's when mm. that's when it begins. When I get that call or that that text or that call, I'm like, "Yo, I got a fight for you," and I accept the fight. So now I'm like, "Okay, I'm fighting so and so." I got to prepare, and that's when I'm in the gym. I'm doing whatever I got to do. Now, by the time I walked up those stairs, if I ain't already got it together, it's a wrap. <laughs> you feel me? If I ain't already put my whole plan as far as conditioning and my mental strength together, it's pretty much a wrist wrap for me. You know what I mean? But, um, uh, you know, and when I'm in the ring, you know, of course, I'm thinking when. I'm thinking how do I, how do I, uh, how do I get him up out of here? You know what I'm saying? How do I make this? Easy. I knock him out. Do I? I gotta work around. Do I box? You know what I mean? It's just you know the mentality is winning. Previous fight? I, I I've done that. I've done oh. that. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. I, I watched the dude uh, fight, and when he fought him, he fought totally different. I was like, what the hell? You know, I was waiting for him to do certain things that he wasn't doing. Right. And I was like, you know what I mean? I fought one dude. I fought him twice. He fought me totally different the second time. You feel me? I knocked him out the second time. You know what I mean? Thank you, champ. But um, yeah, you know. Wrestling with Queen's flip, look at him. Yeah, nah, <laughs> you sweating, strong, you, man. you strong, champ. Yeah, nah, you strong too. Nah, <laughs> Let's you go, strong champ. Nah, um, I want to ask you an honest question. Shoot, who, brother. Who, and I don't know if I didn't ask you this earlier, but who would you said, you know, you said that um, I asked you about your hardest lesson, but who hit you the hardest? Uh, George Foreman hit me hard. He hit me yeah, dumb hard. That. He hit me dumb hard. But you, you, you took that. Yeah, he hit me dumb hard, though. I couldn't sleep for like two weeks. Really? Yeah, real talk. Every time I start falling asleep, I just do like that. And um, the the doctor said my body, the adrenaline, has spiked up so crazy from the you know just the punches, man. It literally felt like getting hit by a car. I've been hit by a car before, so I felt literally like getting hit by a car. But the car hitting your head, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not your body, you know what I mean? So it was it was crazy. And you said, uh, is it Francois or Francis? Francois, Francois both. Yeah, yeah. You said he hit hard, right? Dumb hard. Everything, everything. Look at the house, yeah, yeah. He broke my ribs with a right. I, I went to throw a, I went to throw a jab, and he came under with a right hand and broke my ribs. Really? Yeah. In the mm. fifth round, I said, "Damn!" I felt it. I came. I said, "Yo, 
damn boy, I want to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> Word. Yeah, I'm watching yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah dumb hard. But, but dumb. George Foreman hit the hardest. And well, because George Foreman fought, you know, he fought, you know, for a long time. He yeah. kept fighting, and yeah. but people said that he was a, yeah, a tough cookie. Yeah, it was something about his punches because um, they weren't that fast, but for some odd reason they would get to the point. You'd be like, well, it's like, it be coming like this. So you'd be like, I got time. Let me go do this. Then the third. But somehow, when you finish all that, you get right back to where you're supposed to be. In front of that fist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right back to where you're supposed to be. Wow. And you'd be like, yo, how? Did he hit me with this stupid shit? You know what I mean? Because he don't seem fast. So no, but they get there. What do you What do you think about, um? a couple more questions, then we're going to wrap it up. What do you think, like, people like Floyd Mayweather, what do you think about him? Great fighter, great, made a lot of money, still making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Great for the sport, great for his family. He's the champ. He's one of the best now. defense He's fighters the there. Cool he don't get hit. <laughs> nah, I'm cool. I'm, I'm just honest truth. I mean, what can I say well, bad about the brother? He makes people look something. ugly in the ring. Huh? I'm going to tell you something. Floyd make people look ugly in the ring. He yeah, got he a hell of a defense. Floyd, Floyd discovered something no boxer has ever done. What's that, brother? The art of defense. There you go. Got that down pat. Told you he's a defense he fighter. Pat. He make you look ugly. But it's he's like, not even his 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 way of fighting is is defense. Right. His defense makes him an offensive great fighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody, everybody, yeah, he don't get hit. He, don't get hit. he make you look ugly. I don't care how good you is. He make you look at all Floyd fights. He make people look ugly. Mm-hmm. We know naturally boxing is blood, sweat, tears, boo, boo. That's the art of it. But he twisted. He put a twist in it and made it look like he was a ghost. You know, and look, you know, he did. He mastered that. He reminded you of Sweet Pea. Oh, Sweet yeah, Pea was a great Rest in peace, Pernell. That was right? my boy. And again, great. going back a little bit, not to it cut you off, champ. You said, but not to cut Him you off. When, when I when I got my first trip out of town, when I get the, with Shelly Finkel, he sent me to Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. After he gave me the five stacks, and I beat dude up to, to keep my five, mm-hmm. he sent me to Virginia Beach. And on the first day, I met Pernell Whitaker, bro. And he was like, um, you know, he called me New York. He was like, in New York, come on, come with me after the gym. And we jumped in my car. We jumped in the car and went to his crib. And he was like, I want to show you something. He had just seen me box. He said, um, I seen you box earlier. And he said, you you could have something like this one day. I was like, wow. I just got there. Just got off the plane. They was like, we're going to see what he got. And if he ain't got nothing, he's going back today. I got there in the morning. They made. I got there at eleven. They made me box at twelve thirty. <laughs> I was like, "I guess a pro," and um, I put it on them. Thing, thing, thing. Five, 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 five. And it was like, I came out through, and they was like, they, "My name is Shannon." There ain't nobody saying that. They like, "Yo, what's his name? Call him New York. New York, come here. You got it." And um, I wound up standing stand out there for eight months, so I had a place to stay. I had an apartment, you know what I mean? So that was that was sweet. You know what I mean? But shout out, yeah, rest in peace. Shout out to sweet Pete yeah, Whitaker, he gave, man. He gave me that. He, he wow, jumped in the car. First day. First day I landed, he said, jump in the car. You know what I mean? So that was a big inspiration for me. We we interviewed um, James Tony and yeah. called you on the phone. Yeah, that's your man. That's my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, your yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We interviewed him and you said yeah. that you were, you were beating. You were, I'll beat shit out of him. I, don't, I doubt I'll it. I'll beat but. shit out of him. Shit, I beat shit out of him. He my man. 
A legend. He, he said, yeah, but I beat shit out of him. I forgot about that. that phone call. Yeah, we called him. Yeah, about that. That, that was in the audience. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, call him now. Yeah, call him oh. right now. Nah, I, call him now. I don't even want to talk on yeah. the phone. Bring him in here. Ooh, you know yeah. what I mean? I don't want talking. All that Yo, talking is for nothing. He's one of my favorite fighters. Nah, by far one of the greatest middleweights of all time. Even won the heavyweight title, right? But they snatched it back from him. Yeah, he's a man. Nah, I love James. James got a big mouth. He be talking off. He be talking crazy. But you got to love him. Crazy too. Nah, I keep it hundred. Like if I want to fight you, I'm gonna tell you I want to fight you. If I if I think you a sucker, I'm gonna tell you I think you a sucker, champ. You feel me? I keep it real. You know what I mean? I don't never do nothing out of character what except try to make a fight. You feel hey, what me? You think of flat? Hmm. I I was looking for you, son. Nah, nah, Flipper's a good dude. I watch you, you know, pop off and do your thing, and I'm very, very proud of you, man. You got your brother up here, and y'all doing it, man. The world is watching y'all, man. So I want y'all to notice the world is watching y'all. So be responsible. You Thank feel you. me? A lot of things y'all doing is beautiful. I wake up every day looking to see if y'all put up a new video. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And y'all giving. I know the urban crowd just just snatch it up and all that. But y'all big. Y'all big. Y'all much bigger than you know just the urban, y'all. You feel? me Appreciate y'all much that. bigger i know you know i'm not trying to yeah, yeah. i'm keeping it 100 y'all much bigger than that because you know what i'm saying a lot of times a lot of people like you know what i'm saying y'all be looking for you know the static like a lot of times people be beefing like yo i was on queen's and you said this you know what i'm saying we don't want nothing to happen to y'all we want everything to be great nothing gonna happen to y'all but we want y'all to be great and because y'all gonna make the people great mm. people right. watching the kids watching too champ word is I like yeah, the kids watching. Good guy, man. Good guy, man. He cool, man. He cool. <laughs> he corny, man. They've been chill, champ. Chill. Cool, champ. Chill, champ. They've been waiting to chop you. They can't chop you right now. I already knew what Flip was on. I already know. I've been talking to Flip for years. Flip is twitching his chin like, oh, I want it. Flip with, got you. Even uh, with the substance thing, he was bad. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I keep it 100. Shoot, Mike. Fought Mike. Huh? Would you have ever fought Mike? He would have dusted me off. Mike is Mike. Mike is Mike, champ. How you know mm-hmm. he would have dusted you off? You would have never know. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't because I respect him too much. I can't even. So you wouldn't have took that fight? I mean, I would have took it, but he would have ate me. So it ain't even no problem. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I keep it 100. Mike was Mike, you know what I mean? But I would have went in. I'm a soldier too, but... Mm-hmm. Facts would have probably been here to eight and, and not have been there. But the good part is we probably both made a lot of money. But the good part, even better part, it never had to happen. I was just with my brother two weeks ago. We had a phenomenal time. I had my nephew Fred, Freddie Brito, Fred Money with us. We had a great time out there with, with our Mike kicking it. Um, and we're looking forward. Mike's going to be in this, this document, docu series. Actually, he's um, co-producing it. Uh, never ran, never will is the title. And um, these two brothers, and why I'm so happy that they here is that they're part of this. These are the boxing directors, okay. you know, of the of the community center. So we, I don't want to say of the Brownsville Boxing Academy. So that's real. Why I was hyped when I seen them. You feel me? Mm. Let's you go, why champ. Why me and Cat wasn't in California? I invited okay, Kev. Why we ain't go? I, I don't know why, man. We know why he ain't go. The person that he ain't make him go was in the building. Oh, okay. Let's go, We know why you ain't go. Let's go, Kev. Why you looked at me? Oh, yeah. You looked at me like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go, They got Chad. the phone call. Oh, <laughs> man. Let's go, Chad. So, Chad, where do you see... What's the, so, after the... Like, you think you get another title run? I hope so. I'm 48 years old, man. I, I feel like this year I'm going to have a couple fights to get myself back. And hopefully by the end of the year, if not uh, 2021, I'll be in a title fight. Mm. Your marketing skills are crazy, though. Oh, uh, thank you, Like, champ. you really, 
It was running around in places like you really are marketing skills. Yeah, everywhere, crazy. everywhere. Are you bringing that type of uh, energy back, or you just you know? Well, yeah, nah, it's never really left. Like I said, I've been focusing more on the business as far as taking care of the family. Boxing don't really pay me well unless I I, I build up to a, get a big fight, and that's what I've been. I've been literally financing my career to get a big fight, and when I get a big fight, it's when I cash out, you know, or cash in, mm-hmm. and it, it's a, it's a journey. I like right now for me to get into a title contention, contention, I probably I'm gonna have have to invest into fighting four or five times to get the rest off me, stay in the gym, stay eating good, sparring partners. When you say you sparring Shannon Briggs, oh, I need two thousand a week. Like champ, you just left homie camp. You was getting four hundred, five hundred a week. Oh, that's Shannon Briggs. That's big money. You feel me? So that in itself. Course a lot of people don't know it's very expensive to be a fighter. You know what I'm saying? An A-class top. Like I just heard that uh LeBron James spends a million three a year yeah. on his, you know, physical therapy. And, and I'm like, wow, that's a true champion. You feel me? I'm saying mm-hmm. investing in his own body. You know what I mean? Tell us hard G before Just walk us through one more time as far as the boxing gym you try to open up in Brownsville. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, what what we doing with that, man? How we it's doing? live at five, man. We gonna fight. We gonna. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna. It's gonna change the environment because I envision Marcus Garvey, Tilden, Van Dyke, Brownsville Houses, Langston Hughes, Sufflo, Sar- Sally, Sally and Boy Towers. Everybody having a fighter that they love and that they respect and that they get behind and. When we have that and we take the best of the best and we got a boxing team with uniforms, with blazers, this is an academy. You feel me? This is a boxing academy that we're going to travel the world. Just like I got out of Brownsville, we're going to take these boys around the world kicking ass. We're taking them everywhere. You got you got a team, we come in to, we come in to fight. And I think that's going to bring a lot to the community. That's going to bring a lot of pride to us. That's what we do. We get busy in Brownsville. You feel me? But we ain't getting busy with guns and all that no more. There's a jail in Brownsville. And what's the name of it? Crossroad. Crossroad. It's in Brownsville. For the young brother. They still there? Yeah. yeah. Got you to Brown it, right? Right across the street from the... Um, it's a jail yeah, in Brownsville. Right yeah. It's a jail yeah. in Brownsville. Right across the street from the um, 73rd. Yeah, right up there. It's a jail in Brownsville. Yeah. You feel me? Well, For the kids, because they go out of town. There's so many when they get to the jails. They built the Brown... Guess what we're going to do? From the jail to the gym. From the jail to the gym. That's right. Mike it's made it. Education Shannon made everything. it. Riddick made it. Yeah. You can make it too, champ. You feel me? I Logan, sure tramp. Logan Paul. Mm. Tell us how that came together. Uh, my man, Paolo Moreno, he manages him. And uh, he was like, yo, champ, these kids want to box. I was like, word. The first time I sent my man, he went out there, he did the job. Um, and then they brought me in for the pro job. And, you know, unfortunately, we didn't get the win. I thought he won, a, as a lot of people did. But he didn't get the, he didn't get the win. And um, You, you were saying some things that, you know, he's white. He's, he's right. Yeah. So you were saying... Some comments like that. Yeah. I think they probably took out a text, but at the same time, they, it is what it is. He's white. This is a white country. We live in this America. Um, and if you have a white fighter that's doing great, they're going to back him and, and support him like like as they should. You know what I'm saying? So um, I was like, the good news is that he could fight and he white. <laughs> so what, you know, what can you say with that? But it's the truth. So what's the background with those two fellas? Who's that? Um, Logan Paul and the guy he was fighting. What was the background? They've been beefing for a minute. They they YouTubers, they YouTube sensations. They huge on the internet, and uh, they was beefing, and they got it on twice, and they made a lot of money doing it. So yeah, that's the good. And nobody got hurt. That's the good news. They all went home. Nobody got hurt. And they made crazy cash. 
Mm-hmm. I think they try to fight again. You think? So? Yeah, I think I think my man Logan gonna fight Antonio Brown, and Jake's Logan Logan's brother Jake is gonna fight KSI. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Fighting at the Barclays, right? Who's that? One of them is fighting are at you, the Barclays Center, right? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Are they still paying? To back in the days when I used to when I turned pro, mm-hmm. um, they used to pay us each round of fight. Yeah. They still do it. Nah, not really. They just pay a set. I just heard you say four thousand a week. The spa. Yeah. They used to do us rounds. Like, right, right, right. That sometimes, yeah, yeah. They'd be like, "Yo, I like, do you hundred hundred dollars a round, fifty dollars a round." Right. That you can work it like that, but a lot of dudes be like, "Nah, that ain't working for me," because they got spoiled. You go to Mike Tyson camp, he puts you on the payroll. You getting a stack, two thousand a week or whatever, and he might not even use you. So you just sitting in the room hoping like, damn, Mike got 30 dudes in camp, 30 sparring partners. He knocking on every day. Say he knock out five today, but he got 25 more that didn't spar. So he just sitting there sweating like, man, I hope he don't pick me today. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, the next day, <laughs> Mike, hang on, hang on. they out of there. You know what I'm saying? And they dragging them out by their feet, pulling them out the ring. It was crazy, man. I heard, I heard crazy stories about them boys, man. Crazy stories. You can't pay me enough money to do that, man. Let's go, champ. Queen's flipping the house. G Money. Look at him, y'all. I'm going to ask you, so when did you meet your wife? Oh, I met my wife on a blind date in 1993. Yeah, on a blind date. And I wasn't going to show up. I thought my I thought my man was trying to like we had this joke where I'd be like, Yeah, I got a girl for you and then the girl be like, Whack, you know what I mean? Yeah. The one for him and mine's be fly. I had caught him out there like three or four times. <laughs> so he he rolled with it, but this time he was trying to get me back. I was like, No, 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 my friend. But um I wound up leaving my glasses at the crib. I had bought some Cartier frames that day, earlier that day. And um I was going on another date actually. But I went back to the crib to get to, to get the glasses in. When I got there, he had showed up with him. Mm-hmm. And when I walked in the crib and I seen him sitting on the couch, I, I had my homie in the car that we was going on, you know, kicking with some other girls. I went back outside. I was like, yo, son, bounce. I'm going to chill with them. He was like, nah, nah. I said, bounce. <laughs> I was like, get out of here. She fly. And uh, we wound up kicking it that night. And then, you know, that was it. Love at first sight. You know what I mean? How she feel about you boxing, though? She uh, supported or? She from Brooklyn too, so you know what I mean. We we both gotcha. from Brooklyn. We you know what I mean. So we just, but she she's supportive, man. My wife loves boxing. You know what I mean. She, mm. she you know she's a good, beautiful woman. She's tough. She's strong. So she's been very supportive. She's been more supportive than anybody I've ever met. Is she the nervous wife on on on, on, on the ringside watching you fight and like oh? Yeah, but she don't show it. You know, my mm. wife from she from Fort Greene, so gotcha. you know what I mean. So <laughs> am I still invited over? Out, you know, because you invited us up there, man. You yeah, know, hopefully. You know what I'm saying? We could come and check you, man, because you've been on some BS, man. Man, please. You know, I'm out in Miami, man. Like Rick Russ said, I just bought a new house that's on the water. I ain't going to lie. We have... said, my new house is on the water, on the river. I ain't going to lie, man. We're going to have some new... Um... I ain't going to lie. I got Let's Go Champ clothes for y'all, T-shirts. I got everything. You bought everything? Uh, shit. Well, I got I'm not leaving the state without you getting the trust. I'm here but for a few more days. I got everything for y'all. <laughs> Shoot. Me, whatever the goal, I got you too, whatever, champ. Whatever, whatever, nah. whatever the goal is, yes, brother. I'm participating. Thank you, champ. I got Meaning, whoever you fight. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. I don't All think you listen. Go ahead, champ. Anybody you run down on, I'm there. Okay. Hyping it. What's okay. up? Okay. Okay. I'm going to take a punk. Ah, she hit the stuffy. Yo, you can't stuff my man. Let's yeah. Go, yeah. You sneaking it, throw the, me in I, Well, I'm going to let you know in a secret. I'm going to let everybody know. The rundown starting in three weeks. The three weeks is the rundown. Shirt off. Yeah, shirt off. The rundown. They, 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 you know, and I, and I say that too because these companies, they, they reach out to me and they try to hire me to do crazy stuff. But 
When I watch you, let's go. Ch- I'm yeah. running in there. That's I'm, my a, man. I'm keep it a hundred. That's my man. A B, when A B fought at the Barclay, you know he had a whole plan, and he told him, "Said I Queen Flip can't come on, man. Get Queen Flip out of here. He can't do that. No way. <laughs> Queen Flip, I'm, I'm on it. In the dressing room, what's up? Ah, he's gonna kill you tonight. <laughs> that. Shirt off. Nah, I didn't take my shirt off, but they, they canceled that. Yo. Let's go, Jay. They called like, nah, they ain't getting do that. Keep Let's out go, Jay. Had to wait outside till it's time for real. I'm telling you, he had to, cause you had to, you had to get tell him and get the credentials. It's like, nah, not Queen Flip. Let's see his page. Oh no, 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 no. And then I went downstairs in the bar. Lady had a, little, like a bar area. I went mm. behind the bar, acted crazy. I got in trouble for that too, but I don't care. I'm riding with the champ. Let's go, champ. Look What's at him, up? y'all. Three weeks. Let, Let him go, yo. Let him Let me get to y'all too, real quick, man. Yeah, yeah. My son, Queen Flip Jr. Oh, shit. <laughs> so let me tell you something. So, <laughs> my son. <laughs> you heard that laugh over yeah, there? Yeah. My son. So let me tell you what happened. Yeah. So, I, um, you know, was with Nuke. Nuke was like, yo, man, you know, I would love to see KK, you know. And they, 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 they came together. We was at the T-Mobile store. So we had the T-Mobile the store. Keys. And my son. <laughs> He dropped the, he dropped, he, it was in the key. Oh. He dropped the phone on the floor like this. Can't get like this. <laughs> <laughs> and back to, I said, what? So we all looking at KK. KK like, KK had a stupid little glasses on looking down. You know, like a granny. <laughs> 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 he looking around. And we like, what? Why he did that, man? KK said, we gotta watch that man, man. <laughs> 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 for real, man. Um, That's why I'm so happy to see that. Like this. Let's go, Trey. Yeah, he was like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what the fuck was that? Duke dropped like, he had like a phone he dropped. KK said, <laughs> Y'all was supposed to come up here with Fame and Billy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they couldn't make it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I was coming up here with a lot of people from the Ville, but you know what I mean? We just wanted to keep it because y'all in a real nice neighborhood, so we wanted to keep it. You know what I'm saying? Cordial. Keep it cordial. You feel me? I appreciate, I appreciate yeah. your concern. Yeah, respect. Concerned. Respect. I think, I, you know, having these two guys a part of the project, man, these are... Yeah. Two of my one of two of my favorite people. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Good thank dudes, you. man. Like Salute. I said, when you find out their story after, like it's like a like it makes you think a little bit. It's like a facade a little bit. Mm. Because you think they're all nice, oh I love you and stuff, and then you read it like you did all this? Did you hear him too? Nah, they good dudes. They real nah, good dudes. Nah, they good, but chill. Nah, real talk. Like I, like I said, I was just with Mike, and that's what we talked about for three hours, about the Brownsville people, man. Good dudes, just circumstances, man. Now look at them. Look at them. They, well, look at them. Look like church, yeah. like church dudes. Let's go, champ. <laughs> look at them, y'all. Luke's still bogged out. He got yeah. 86 in him. He's still 86. Oh, he stop. Look at him. Right, KK, he be telling people he's not somewhere. He pop up. He tried to do slick stuff, man. He took a picture of outside one time. I told you, I like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yo. KK, no, I, cut, I hugged and kissed KK. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Over there, hug and kiss you. That's not what happened. Let's go, champ. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm, I'm happy that these dudes that. You know, these are good dudes, man. You didn't even know I knew these boys, huh? I mean, they told me. Okay, you know, okay. But I didn't know how close it was, Let's man. Go, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, call Flip to get you on the show. You're going to tomorrow. I don't know, man. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said he's supposed to come last time he ain't come. Yeah, he Broke my heart. Nah, yeah. my bad. For said that. Champ. But you my know that's the ego. And then, nah, it's all you know, man. I apologize. To, it took him to ease it and pause. Yeah, you, you, you come with, yo, every time y'all call me, it's about somebody saying something or something. <laughs> yo, Flip. You concerned, Flip. You call me about, yo, Flip. 
Yo, man. Yo, anytime you need something, like, you be, say, stop, man. You be, like, come on, man. You crazy, bro. I'm sorry, man. I hear shit. I, I got to make sure you're all right. <laughs> I got mad at KK for telling you something. You talking, texting me, man. I got mad at you, man. Word. Yeah. Yo, Talk, you know I met that's... Flip Moms? Okay. One of the most beautiful people in the world, man. Let's she got a great heart. Thank you, I appreciate that. Maria, yeah. But that, but that, you West Indian, that, right? That, huh? You West yeah. Indian. Yeah, we, we, yo, people. we lived on the same block. Say word. Yo, yo, watch your hand, my man sitting right there. So what the fuck I care about that? You don't need part two, man. You see where <laughs> little dudes be at, right? Little dudes be in a little chair at the little table. <laughs> <laughs> right? See, he in the middle of the seat. Look at my man like that. Right? You got an I love my life vest yeah. on, get, boy. Get in the car. Close the door. I definitely want to salute you though, man. I want to thank you, know, you man, you know, for having me on your show. I'm a huge fan. We watch it down in Miami. We watch everywhere we go. We on the phone, whatever we we watching. What chance, stop, doing, stop, stop it, yeah. I mean, real me, talk. Y'all keep it. credit. I feel good. But don't add, don't we add, love. Don't we wake up every day sauce. to watch and see who you put out, man. You not add ketchup to the spaghetti sauce, bro. All right, my bad. It's a ready tomato week. My bad. You gave me credit. Don't add it. Don't make me feel too good. Like I said, three weeks we turning up. I spoke. I spoke to Star too today. You heard. Yeah, man. Told me, hey, hey, be easy. You spoke to him on the phone? Yeah, spoke to him on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, yeah. Out to After, shout out to Star. Shout out to Star, man. Star broke it down, too. You heard? Star yeah. broke it down. Shout out to Star. He, he texted me. I, said, I texted him. I said, you know who I am? He said, man, I've been trying to, I told Flip. He did. That's a true. But he, he said, he told you to give you his number. That's a fact. But you never did. I told you about it. You said, yeah, I know them dudes, the radio dudes and stuff like that. We talked about yeah, something else. Yeah, back in the 90s, yeah. Yeah, that's what you said to me. Yeah. I said, yo, star for star, but well, I want to holler at you. Yeah. You said, well, holler at me. Crazy I, I said, do you know who he is? You said, yeah, radio dudes and stuff like that. And you started doing that funny, holler at me for what? What the f that's what you started doing. I, I said, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, wow, wow. So I didn't. Star, my man, he good dude. I didn't Star, continue. good dude, but yeah, man. But yeah, I didn't continue. Cause you good really dude. talked today. We brought, okay, because you was inquiring of what he wanted to holler at you about. I couldn't give you that answer. So that's why I didn't pursue it. But he, I did tell you, I said, okay, yo, guess what? Star want to talk to you. He said, talk to me about what? He said, so you know who Star Buck Wild, the guy from the radio? He said, yeah, I'm all crazy. He did that stuff with the, the radio <laughs> yeah, station. That's yeah, what you're saying yeah, to yeah, I said, yeah, you cool. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. But I'm happy that you Shout out to Star, man. You heard? Brownsville. Yeah. Yeah. Blake and Livonia. I mean, Rockaway and Livonia. All right. That's what he texted me. You heard? I texted him. I said, yeah, Blake and Rockaway. You heard? He's like, oh. By the train, y'all. Yes, brother. Right you, under the give train. Us, give us your social media. Right, oh, right. check me Hold out. Up. Before that, before Shoot, the month, um, is there anything we didn't touch on that you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Anything we didn't Nah, I'm just like I said, man, I appreciate you guys having me on your show, man. You guys doing big things. I just want to shout out to everybody out there that's a Shannon Brakes fan. I appreciate you all. Um, I'm not going nowhere. I'm 48,000 years, years old. I'll probably be fighting for the next 40,000 years, man. Mm. And they're going to see me. I got some movies coming out. And check me out at ShannonBriggs.com. On Instagram, Cannon underscore Briggs. Oh, champ, you gotta go with the Alpha DNA. Ooh, come on. Now. Yeah, that's my telemed company. Check go. out my uh, telemed company. Check this out, myalphadna.com. You gonna bug out? Yeah, let's go, champ. Let's yeah, go, champ. my alpha m y l a l p h a d n a dot com. Myalphadna.com. dot com. My alpha DNA dot Yes, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a uh, telemed company popping off. It's doing great. Yeah, myalphadna.com. This is a men's health program. Yes, brother. Yes. 
What is this? Yeah, we're giving insurance to men. Most men don't have insurance. They don't have health insurance. Most men don't have but health insurance. This is sexual enhancement stuff. We sell that as well. Viagra, Cialis. We tell no, them wait, wait, This is what I see. Is this, is, is this what we're looking at? Hormone therapy. Oh, I see you. Then you go to the bottom. Look at them, y'all. Look at him, y'all. You don't look at the bottom, G. Hey, Lisa, put that down. That's right. Let's put that down, check. Lisa. My alpha what? DNA? <laughs> that is phone, man. I, I got you. I got you hooked up. I'm going to lace you, Chad. Right, I got you, Custom Chad. medication? You see, yeah. you see Nuke be looking for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, go, yeah, Chad. Yeah, he crazy. Oh, let's go, oh, Chad. They're going to get me beat let's up. Let's go, Chad. These niggas going to get me beat up. They're going to get me beat up. Yeah. <laughs> So 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 give us your social media and stuff like that. Uh um Canon underscore Briggs is my Instagram. Uh my Twitter is the Canon Briggs and my Facebook is just Shannon Briggs, I believe. And yeah, and you can catch me on ShannonBriggs.com, which is my website. The merch is up. We're selling everything from coffee, spaghetti, sauce, barbecue sauce. I got a whole supermarket, y'all. Look at them. <laughs> shout my man out, man. Oh, shout out there. to Freddie Brito, man. Fred Money, man. It's J.R. Ryder, little brother, yeah, man. Yeah, he was here you feel last me? Time. He spit, he rap, he nasty. We got a music label coming out. Let, let's go champ records. He's the uh, CEO running the label. Wow. We're doing big things. Actually, his album, he, ain't, he ain't bring no stuff for us. I ain't right nah, we, I promise. We definitely, but his album is dropping this year. Okay. He got, he got a song. He got an album with Davies. Oh. Tell me who you got songs with. He got he he nice. Y'all gonna see Fred Money 2020. That's it. That word is bomb. Oh, Maybe. that's you. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he got he got 18 million views. He got you 18 fool, million son. views on YouTube. <laughs> you hey, yo, flip. He got 18 million views on on YouTube right now. 18, 18 million. million. Yeah, yeah. Fred okay, Money. Man. Yeah, it's the champ. Yeah, I only stay with the champs, y'all. Look at me. Shout out to Jr. Ryder. Yeah, my man Platt, Kevin Banks, the whole squad. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Huh? <laughs> Dope episode, man. As we sign out, man, appreciate y'all brothers coming up here. You know what I'm saying? Nice meeing you. Yes, good bro, seeing y'all again. Of course, Black you know how we do it. You know what I'm saying? Right, uh, let's go, make sure y'all follow the pages, man. At Queens Flip with a Z, at DJ G Money 156, at Flip the Script Pod. Uh, like, subscribe, comment on the YouTube also. You know what I'm saying? Talk to us, man. Let me know what's up. Yo, Queens Flip, URLTV.TV. Listen, remember, lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, open your blinds. If you see Shannon Briggs on your lawn, don't be afraid. No. If you see all three of them on your lawn, don't be afraid to use a firearm. Because one, he may try to take it away. Two, he may try to cut you. And three, he may try to knock you out. So make sure you have artillery. I'm from Queens. Let's go, Chad. Let's go, Chad.